let's start it off with a good day and welcome to another forge light chat a podcast about blacksmithing bladesmithing and everything in between with a heavy focus on talent in the great white north we're talking about canada linden pretty sure we are because in front of me i've got like 12 canadians looking back We've got all these awesome makers from the East Coast to the West Coast, all metal fabricators, blacksmiths, bladesmiths, and uh, I've got a ton of beer here, <laughs> and I'm super stoked on having a great time tonight. Right on, man. Me too, dude. This is going to be great. So we've got two different segments that we're going to be rolling out. The first segment is going to be kind of like a bouncing of questions between all the makers. And before we get that started, let's introduce all these guys, Lyndon, guys and gals. Do you, you want you to take... start it up or am I going to sure. start it up? I, I've got the list here. I could run through the whole thing if you want. Man, you let's be efficient. Let's do it. Do it. So we have, well, I'll start with you, Lyndon, Lando Novak of abstract blacksmith he's a blacksmith custom metal fabricator and he also runs his podcast myself justin lamru i run rainy day forge i'm a custom knife maker we have rob bonifacio of bonifab custom he's a custom metal fabricator but he also makes knives and all sorts of cool stuff max serone He's the director of the CWB and the CWB podcast. He's a metallurgist and welding specialist. Rachel Bonnet of Country Custom Fab. She's a custom metal fabricator. Mike Jones, Mike Jones Knife and Tool. He's a custom knife maker. Chris Green is up next. He runs Black Cat Metal. He is a custom knife maker as well. Guylaine Sir. She runs Gidensir.com. She's an artist metalsmith. She has not been on the show until now, I guess. And uh, she makes all sorts of jewelry and interesting pieces. Chris Spilak of Artfully Crooked. He's a maker from Manitoba. He's a blacksmith. And I uh, invite you to go check out his Instagram, as well as all the other makers, of course. Kevin Lazowski of Wanashi Knife Company. He's a custom knife maker. And to round it out, I think I'm not missing anything. Anyone is Steve Cornelson of Bad Lama Forge. He's a bladesmith, blacksmith that specializes in bushcraft utensils. I think that's it. So, Lyndon, it, man. pretty much nailed it. Take it. What, take what we the, did take miss, the reins, man. What we did miss is what province everyone is from. So, I mean, I don't know how this list is working out for everybody else up on the screen, but let's start off with um, Rob. What province are you from, dude? Ontario. Chris Green. Alberta. Mike Jones. I'm up here in the middle of British Columbia. Kevin Lazowski. He sees well. Max Cerrone. Saskatchewan proud. Chris Spielak. Manitoba. Steve Cornelson. Ontario. Justin Lamru, Manitoba. And we've got Gillian Sear. Where are you from? From New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Here's and Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. Bonnet, where are you from? I am from BC. Awesome. 
Excellent. Was that everybody? Oh, and myself, I'm from Manitoba. Me and Justin, two hosts. Take today. off, eh? Take off. Have a sip. Have a sip. <laughs> We're playing a drinking game. If we say take off, eh? You hoser, you hose head. <laughs> For those who choose to partake, obviously. Okay, so you guys want to get this party started with the questions? Or how do you, uh, how do you feel do about it. this? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Justin, you want to rifle off the first one or you want me to start it? Go for it. Go for it, eh? Why you got to put me on the spot like that? Justin. Oh, yes. What's your uh, traditional family food of the holidays here? Oh, traditional family food. We're going non-metal related. So my traditional family food that is probably a standout that my mom makes is wild rice. So she'll like get it going early in the morning. She'll like fry up some, I think it's a pork sausage and mix it all up. And like by dinner time at night, it's it's a knockout. Beauty. Thanks for asking. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it is. All right. So I'm looking at my list of questions. Um, I gotta get my timer set up because that was close to 30 seconds, man. You almost went over the limit. Uh, it's a podcast, <laughs> dude. It's meant for talking. I'm gonna be throwing down the hammer. Oh shit! Cut, cutting people off. No, I'm not. If we go over the 30 second mark, we go over the 30 second mark. I'm not gonna be stringent about that, man. Whatever. Just don't carry on for like two hours, right? <laughs> the go. hammer. All right. <laughs> no um, guarantees. I'm coming back to Manitoba or staying in Manitoba. So this question is going out to Chris Felak. Someone offers you to outfit your shop with a new tool of your choice. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to do anything funky or weird to acquire this tool unless, well, you choose to. Um, what are you getting? I'm getting probably a three horsepower saw stop professional cabinet saw. Woodworking, I know, but I'm more interested in blending metal and wood to make furniture these days. And to do that, a good table saw is an absolute must. Nice part. Hell yeah. I can appreciate that. Chris, do you want to ask a question to uh, someone else? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rob Bonifacio, what's an event you'd like to attend? Event? I didn't even see that question. I did. I just came up with it. Just he started um, a curveball. <laughs> Aside from the twelve hosers, <laughs> I've been I've been getting into a little bit of um, glass blowing. It's kind of mm, a little very cool. Here. I'd like to maybe um, go to an event that had you know professional glass blowers there, so I can learn something from them. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That, Has that's anyone that's awesome. here done any glass blowing? My aunt does it professionally. She's got a shop. It's awesome. pretty cool. Nice. Well, and you know, from a from a metallurgy standpoint, it's very similar, right? The what you're working, the crystal structures of glass and how you work it. It's a very similar. I find that really interesting. Nice. Does Rob want to ask a question or bounce it back to us? And I think if if there's a lull between like, oh, which question do I want to ask? We'll just edit edit that out. I'll bounce yeah. it back to you, Justin, if you want. Sure. Ask a hard one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Kevin, because he hasn't been on the show either. Um, <laughs> Great. 
Yo, Co- the, co- the comments. <laughs> Hard one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're just listening to this uh, on your podcast application, know that uh, there is a chat where people are writing comments as well. So, Kevin, uh, look back to when you started in your maker world and yep. uh, knowing what you know now what would you have done differently <laughs> that's funny because i'm probably the newest one to all of this than you guys and coming into two years of it so i don't have a ton of experience to draw from so i don't know do you want to ask me another question <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's pass it on to rachel <laughs> no no no, because i want to ask a question afterwards okay so. <laughs> rachel we're passing to you and then kevin will ask a question <laughs> Perfect. So please repeat the question. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. At the beginning, when you started your career as a maker to now, what would you change or what would you do differently to, uh, I don't know, make yourself a better maker, advance quicker? That is a good question. I think that, I mean, I've been doing this for over 20 years. And in the beginning as a, you know, as a girl in the trade, I think I went in with not as much confidence as I wish I would have to kind of jump into my own thing or jumping into some things that were a little more challenging or a little more difficult. Um, so I think, yeah, just going into things with a little more confidence and, and trust in failing that if you fail, so be it, you learn from it and you move on. So just having confidence and trust in yourself that you can, even if you don't get it right, you eventually will. Sweet. Good piece of advice as well. Awesome. We're going back to Kevin. Okay. Can I ask my question? Yeah. Linden. Uh oh. It's January and minus 30 outside. (laughs) Straight out of your head. So, (laughs) dress for the weather. You depart on a trip to visit the Yukon. You're in a small plane over a remote area, and your pilot informs you all contact was lost hours ago. There's a good chance no one knows where you are, and he definitely does not know where you are outside of approximately northern Saskatchewan. He promptly warns you to watch out for Saskatchewan squatches, <laughs> much like normal Sam squatches, but from Saskatchewan, and then tosses you out of the plane. You happen to land without injury, but the only things you have on is some decent winter gear, pack of matches, small knife, and a plastic water bottle. Knowing you might be stranded for days, what are your first things you're going to do? I love this question, by the way. <laughs> you do realize that's a Gatorade bottle, right? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, first thing I do, man, is I start to collect firewood. Um, I, well, you know, I, I, I check my surroundings, assess my surroundings for safety. Is there, you know wildlife that i have to worry about these sasquatches these this could be an issue man this could be a serious problem that i might have to for foresee in my near future here so i I prepare for the sasquatch much like a sam squash but different because it's from saskatchewan so it likes to go after cousins and i'm from (laughs) like flintfuan is on the border of manitoba and saskatchewan so i gotta watch out here eh but yeah (laughs) I'm gonna so I'm gonna build a big ass. Fi- well, wait, that might bring it into the Sasquatch. 
Uh, you lost me, man. I don't know. Fire. Try to... <laughs> oh, you're dead. You're just dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm dead. I died. You died. I rolled, I rolled a one. I rolled a one. No, no. Here's what you do, Lyndon. You want to know what you do? You track yourself one of those Saskia squatches, and you befriend him by gaining his confidence with your mystical powers and matches. After years and years of becoming his best friend, he gives you he gives you entrance into the uh, the community of Sasaska Squatches, and then you kill the leader and live out your days as king of Sasaska Squatches. Do I want to do that? <laughs> you, do a, yeah. you put some thought into that. Holy shit! That was a solid <laughs> answer, Mike. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we know what Mike's going to do if he gets lost as a Saskatchewan. Rolling that 20. And I'll be sitting here in Regina when the revolt of 60,000 Saskatchewan led by Mike shows up to take over Regina. Yeah, you got to make sure you get the numbers up. You got to breed the hell out of that clan. <laughs> I'm just really glad I didn't get that question. <laughs> It'll be easy because they're all cousins, right? <laughs> Lando Novak, your Max, is, Max, is, Max is ready to leave the show here. No, no, I'm all good. I'm all good. I got good looking cousins. <laughs> it's my question now. Isn't it is, it? yeah. Jeez, dude. Okay, so um, Max, man, I want to know what a f- traditional family food in, in your family is at this time of year, Max. Okay, that's a good question. So I'm Chilean, right? I was born in South America. So one of the things we do, Latinos celebrate Christmas on the 24th, not the 25th, right? So we celebrate our Christmas. We do it way, way different than up here. We party. So like we party all night and the kids open the presents at midnight. All right. So part of that celebration is that you get together early on Christmas Eve and you make empanadas. Empanadas nice. are like a meat filled pastry. So you got to make the meat and then you got to let it cool. It's a whole process. We do it as a family. And I hosted Christmas this year, so I actually got my nieces and stuff to come. And they're all, you know, like Canadian white kids. And I got them to help me make empanadas this year. So they loved it. And bringing, uh, you know, my new Canadian family into our Chilean traditions is a lot of fun. That's awesome. Take off, eh? You bet. (laughs) Cheers. Right arm. Beauty. So, Max, you got a question you want to shoot somebody else, man? Let's see. Who who hasn't been asked yet? We don't got nothing for Chris of Black Cat Metal. All right, Chris from Black Cat Metal. I'm going to change this question up. The question is, what is a book you found helped you become a better maker? But I'm going to open that up because um, books are kind of archaic, even though I'm a huge book fan. But like, like YouTube channel, other maker, Instagram, someone in, someone that's out there that you look to for guidance. What, who was a big influencer in your career? Well, I had several books starting out. Um, but the very, very first blacksmith book I ever got was The Lore Life Note, uh, Backyard Blacksmith. And I worked myself through that. Um, but later on, as I started to get into knives, uh, I came across Tim Hancock and his work. And I got all the stuff that he produced uh, through the American Bladesmith Society. And he had about three or four videos and like some candles, grinding, you know, stuff like that. And just how he presented his material uh, and in the manner it, that he... he it gave it out to the audience was just so unbelievable. It was like the bladesmith's bladesmith and his really, his work had a real massive effect on me when I first started making knives. Uh, I still carry a lot of his tutelage with me today. It's pretty powerful stuff. So 
Awesome. Yeah. You, should, you should share those links in the chat for the people following along, then they can follow up with it. <laughs> He was an amazing guy. Uh, okay, a uh, question here. Let me see. A uh, question for Mr. Mike Jones. Um, let's see. The one thing that always sort of, always, for me, I've got like this one piece of advice that I kind of carry with me all day long and I pass on to students. So is there something that you carry with you that you'd like to pass on as like your reason for doing what you do? Like the one thing that really changed how you look at your work? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it uh, it it was a long uh, and difficult decision to finally go to full time from what I was doing. The circumstances at the time and everything was um, it made it a really difficult choice. But I'm I'm really really glad that I did. <laughs> it all worked out. But I mean, it definitely could have not. And ultimately, at the end of the day, what made the choice for me was uh, I was I would have rather uh tried and failed then you know look back years later and never known um so i think that uh, yeah if especially during like this pandemic and everything people have been home from work or having some extra time on their hands uh, i really hope that it's spurred some some new you know passions uh, or given people some time to chase some other hobbies that they never had before uh so I get asked a bunch about like when, uh, when I knew it was time to go to full time. Cause you, I mean, you never really know. Right. Uh, and so yeah. I always <laughs> tell people that I'm like, if you're thinking about it, then it's time and just, you know, go ahead and do it. And, uh, and don't have like, don't have a, a fallback. Like, like I don't have a plan B. I mean, I'm not saying like just roll all the dice and <laughs> end up homeless, but, uh, it's, it, it's <laughs> beneficial <laughs> if it has to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Time's up. Sorry. My computer was glitching out. Yeah, yeah. Solid advice, so Mike. Solid. My first two businesses yeah. crashed and burned, but what I learned from those failures just made it so much better moving forward. You know, like I would have never learned those lessons. No one does unless you really crash hard sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm a big proponent of the failing forward mentality. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mike, do you have a question? Oh, geez, I forgot about that part. Uh, Rob hasn't answered anything, nor has Gilen. Max, what were your first two businesses? So my first two businesses, my first one was um, just trying to build brackets for this warehouse. So um, I was doing work for a company building and these big shelving units, but it was like a, like a Costco and it was all custom. It was for tires. So it all had to be like these heavy duty racking. And then when the job was done, one of the guys there was like, hey, could you make us brackets? And it was like way too small of a job for my company. And so I was like, hey, I could do that. So I went back there and I was like, I'll just do this for you in my garage. And, you know, and, and I'll, I can just pop these brackets. And I had like a welder and a saw and just basic stuff. And so I did that contract. And then I got it in my head, like, screw it. I'm going to quit my job. I'm just going to run with this. Because I got one gig and it worked out really cool. <laughs> but, um, then I forgot about the whole like having to get more gigs part which is really hard when you're first starting out is how do you get more work like yeah i fell into one job but more jobs just don't fall into your lap and you know i, I had rented a place and started looking at buying machinery got a little bit in debt i was 22 years old so i was like i'm just gonna go for this i've been welding since i was 17 figured i knew enough i did not i did not know enough so nice. i learned that and the second one was uh 
trying to work on cars. So I was doing just custom modifications for cars and there just wasn't enough business for, uh, for maintaining that. I had to stop too. So Mike, you got a question ready, bud? Yeah. Um, Guillen, is that correct? Close. Uh, uh, one, uh, the, sorry, the best piece of <laughs> advice uh, you've gotten from another maker. Um, I think it's follow your gut because, well, especially as an artist, it's always intimidating to think that you'll do something that's been done or to be judged for the thing that you're going to make next or whatever. So, yeah, kind of goes up there with what Rachel was saying about having confidence too. But I think you only learned that by experience. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Why don't you uh, tell us about what you're drinking tonight too, Guilain? I am double fisting. Oh, nice. <laughs> what do you have? I, just, I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't want to run out and have to get up. So it's a Blue Garden, the white beer, and some, I think it's the Danemark 12 year Scotch whiskey. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. nice. Not both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Guilain, do you want to ask a question? Um, and Rob, would I ask it Rob disappeared. He's next. He's saying he's having a hard time with his camera. Oh, on the messenger group. Okay. Um, well, you don't. You don't have to worry about your camera, Rob. If that's the case, and you can just log on with audio. That's good enough, dude. I don't know if he's there anymore. Well, yeah. you can just ask anybody. Then. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll just ask, and anyone can grab the oh, we just mic got... if they like. So, what's the daily, like, regular thing that you do that keeps you on schedule and that really keeps your juices flowing? Who wants to answer? You want the schedule? That's, that's, that's funny. A, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that too when I read the question, but I think it's more about being uh, assidu, you know, like co constant or steady at your work, whatever it is you do. Yeah. I, I can take a stab. You got a big nose. God damn. He's no big as hell. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Oh, oh, all right, hackers, we gotta go. Sorry, sorry. We gotta raid more people. Have fun, guys. Oh, no, 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 Justin, so you got to suck on the most? Mike Jones, Mike Jones, you got a big nose, my guy. God damn, my boy. You got a big head. Linden. Get some AirPods. Everybody on so damn size. Yo, God, get some, get some AirPods, Mike Jones. Yo, Chris, Chris Green of Black Cat, get your beard, my guy. Let me get your beard. We just got mobbed by. Yo, I'm sure the new angry children everywhere, right? That what that was. Because if you share a link, because it happens at my work, if you share a link, you have to have it bounce off of a lobby or something, or else anyone online could just jump in, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they well, did. And they I'm did. Glad, I'm glad to know that's what it was, because I'm, like, talking, and I'm like, well, well, that's rude. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Mike show or something. I thought one of you guys were, like, pushing a button. <laughs> that was, like, some noises or something like that. I thought radio. so, too, at first. 
Fart, fart sounds. <laughs> yes, I I am beyond embarrassed. I really like, but at the same time, I'm I'm laughing so hard at what just happened. Because, uh, fuck! Could you imagine being on like Max said, being on the other end of that? That's too good. And we're yeah. all just idiots because none of us. We're all like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Who's doing this? What do I do? I don't know what to do. That was me. I'm like, fuck. What do I do? Yeah. Well, we're all looking at you for leadership. We're like, uh, yeah. fix this, yeah. dude. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. It's pretty innocent at oh. first, but it got pretty vulgar by the end of it. Yeah, you can tell though they, they were getting amped up. They were amping each other up. Oh yeah. yeah. Kids these days. <laughs> so yeah, who, these days. who the frick is Alevicta? Uh she's legit. No. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was one of the names that suddenly had a flashing screen accompanying it. So I, I hope she's legit. That's that's my friend. I <laughs> sent the link back out to everyone that emailed us. And before we continue, Lyndon. Yeah, that was who, different. Who's our sponsor for this? Oh my god. <laughs> that was like one of the first yeah. things we were supposed to say. <laughs> Lawrence is probably like, screw you guys, man. I'm not freaking. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> I see who's sitting in the in the waiting room. Oh, making him wait. Yeah, well, that's let him in before you shout him out. I'll ask the question again. <laughs> Hang on, Lyndon. Don't, before don't, we don't continue, ask. Make, it, make it seem natural. it's going to be authentic. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I could really go for some ex partner here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the sponsor is either. So I'm bringing in the. Who is the? I don't know. You're the one letting people in, man. I know. I'm scared to bring people in at this point, man. Chat is everyone up. on, on chat our chat? Okay, if you don't recognize the name, maybe don't. I don't know. Yeah, but that's the problem because it just gives me whatever username they're putting in. So I don't know if it's... Uh, we'll see. Hmm. It's one person. So if it's if they start trouble, it's easy enough to remove them, right? Or if it's like... What was it like? Thirty people stormed <laughs> me there. Like literally, yeah. it's like <laughs> I had this huge list of people that wanted to join, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird. They must be like joining late or something like that." Like, <laughs> and man, all boom, the fucking shitstorm fucking bombarded <laughs> us. <laughs> Lyndon, you idiot! Oh, come on! You f- like, I'm a tech guy. I know this shit. What the fuck? I'm so, oh, I'm so embarrassed. You guys. What do you do for a living? Oh, I work cybersecurity. Yeah. <laughs> and I clicked admit all on a fucking fake email. <laughs> you just lost all business. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, I guess we're ready to go back into the business here and get back to... <laughs> I think we might have to start fresh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wait, whose turn was it on what? Yeah. I'm taking notes. I know who spoke. Hey Lyndon, where do you get your where do you get your grinding belts from? Oh well, I like to shop at this place called Maritime Knife Supply, man. And actually if you uh, happen to know anything about this, then oh my god, here we go again. Oh my god. Just like that. Yeah. Okay. Kick Thanks, my phone out. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, Rob. Yeah. For some reason, my video is not coming on. I'm, it's something with. Oh, oh, he's gone. Lost his sound too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's. let's I feel like I'm not... in like an internet horror movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, someone's scratching at your window. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I kind of want to go to back to the shop. 
This doesn't happen, happen in the shop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although this does happen in the shop, if you're ever working and you're getting really into it, all of a sudden somebody walks into your shop without you knowing, and all of a sudden there's somebody behind you, you just feel their eyes. That's so scary. I yeah. look over pretty often, and there's never anyone there. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I have to start locking my door. Yeah. And then there's that one time where your neighbor's standing there looking in the window, and it's like, holy shit. There is somebody there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, let's uh, get back into the business of all of this here. We'll uh, start things off. Um, we'd like to thank our main sponsor of our podcast, Maritime Knife Supply. They've been a great sponsor of ours since almost day one, man. Um, Lawrence stepped up to the plate and he's been helping us out big time and we're trying to help him out big time. So if you've got the time, head over to maritimeknifesupply.ca, pick yourself up some 2x72 belts, pick yourself up some, you know, kilns using the code FSCKILN. You can save yourself a hundred bucks if you do that. And uh, check out what else he's got going on there because he has a sweet array of different uh different things you can get for your shop man he's he's bumping up his supply big time right now every day i see him adding new stuff and new stuff and new stuff to the shop yeah. and i don't know i'm pretty sure at this point we've got everybody on i actually see lawrence is just joining us back again right now lawrence you you missed out unfortunately but we were just giving you a shout out on how awesome your story is and for everybody that's involved I've stepped up to the plate and I've gone ahead and I've purchased everybody a $10 gift card at Maritime Knife Supply as a Christmas present from Forgeside Podcast. So yeah. oh. I didn't get you anything. I'm going through the website Thank right you. now. <laughs> I'll bring that one. Please don't get me anything. It's uh, This is a gift from Forgeside Podcast for a thank you for everything that you guys have done for us. And thank you again for coming back and joining us once again. And of course, I'm looking forward to our future endeavors with all of you. I mean, coming out and visiting some of you and spending time with you, having some of you come here and spending time with us possibly, and uh, some future interviews coming on. Unfortunately, we had to, um, we lost Kevin. Kevin had to mess, he messaged me and he said that uh, his kid is very sick at the moment and he's going to uh, take care of his kid right now. So Kevin won't be part of that. Um, I'll still give Kevin the $10 gift card for trying to be a part of this we really appreciate all the effort and he, he was part of it i mean he answered some good questions there he threw the sasquatch question at me hopefully we can get that all brought back into this oh yeah edit. i'll link it all together so it doesn't sound like anything happened uh, justin works I'll, I'll cut out the really wrong parts though <laughs> like seriously he's a freaking magician man he really you guys have no idea the show's edited probably it is like a lot sometimes because this hose head likes to say take off at the wrong times take off eh? a <laughs> off. thanks Lyndon. you're welcome mm -hmm. if you're not part of this and you're just joining us now maybe you missed what's happening have a sip of beer every time we say take off eh? it's part of the uh part of the fun all right let's get this back on the rails hey we need to ask a question of Rob because he has not had a chance to answer a question yet. Lyndon, you got a question for Rob? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were doing it. I thought you were rolling it out, man. I thought you had this. I was like, oh, okay. No, cool. no, no. I just edit at the end. That's all I do. 
<laughs> Who would ever take off, eh? Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. You gotta space that shit out. At least this time I'm not drinking 7% beer like I was last time. I learned yeah. my lesson. <laughs> well... I mean, I, I think I've got a 7% here. What do I got? I got a, I've got a Skulls, Skulls Lager tonight is one of the drinks I've got. I've got a uh, Monday morning or Monday morn, and I've got a Bat Country IPA is what I've got going into the mouth right now. Rob, Rob, yeah. what, are you, what are you drinking, dude? Steam Whistle. Ooh, beauty. Ooh. And I'll follow that question up, Rob. Okay. So, got? Rob, you've got a big project coming up, and you need to hire some help. You find a great employee, but they don't really like to show up on time. The hoser gets the job done better than like most everyone. So, and he's usually willing to stay late to help out, but not showing up on time. How do you handle this? I keep them. I keep them. Yeah. Yep, I've done it many times before. You know, they're a hoser or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't show up on time, but those are hard. Um, I've done it before that I've had an employee, you know, they say they had to start at eight. They came in at 8.30. So I thought, well, when do I get them to start at nine? Well, you know, I start at nine once and then he comes in at 9.30. So I mean, some people are just late regardless, you know, but if they do good work, that's hard to find, right? And I'm pretty lenient, so nice. I'm a push What kind of projects were you working on where you did need help? Um, we were doing some projects for hydro. We were making some some big parts that had to be fabricated and welded. And um, a lot of the stuff was too bent. And, you know, there was a lot of training that went into um, teaching someone how to do that. Right. So by the time all that training and stuff, I just... It, yeah. No, I didn't care. As long as they showed up and they stayed. Good. Done. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nice. Oh, sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! By all means, then. That's that's good. Put your two cents in, you guys. I appreciate that. I just admitted Miles to the uh, show. Um, I'm thinking that's Miles, our good man from the Manitoba Blacksmith Guild. But if we start getting some more yeah. banter, he's I've got him. I've got the remove button ready on you, Miles. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, I got a question. I, yeah. and I, I, I wanted to have everybody kind of answer um, about the give me a quick shop tip, because I, I'd like to learn some shop tips, too. You know, somebody has another shop tip, you know, like... Um, uh, say, for instance, a shop tip that I have is uh, in knife making, I like to use electrical tape to uh, cover my blade. I find, you know, after I, say, uh, etch my blade and I don't want to take anything off of it, if you use really good vinyl electrical tape, there's no mess when you when you cover your, your blade and it can go around contours and it, you know, can take the sharpness of the blade. So that's, I mean, that's my little shop tip, but I like to hear from Anyone else who has any other types of shop? I'm going to try that. I'll, I'll follow up. Organization. Get rid of everything that you don't need out of the shop. I have filtered through this place many, many times. No, don't need this. Toss it in the shop or toss it in the basement. Yeah, try to know where everything is. How about if you're a hoarder? I am yeah, not a hoarder. I'm a hoarder. I'm terrible. <laughs> oh. You know, I think you guys are both right, though, because... 
it depends if whether it's a hobby or this is your like okay, whether it's a side hustle or this is your 24-hour jam mm-hmm. if it's your 24-hour jam you got to organize that stuff because yeah. you know like every i got taught this when i started getting into the business side of it every square foot is a dollar so if you look at your shop every square foot is another dollar making potential so is the thing sitting in that spot paying off making you money if it's a tool you need that tool awesome but if you just got junk lying around for your hobby like my house shop is different than my workshop mm-hmm. at home i i got kegs lying around like, you know, the crap shit you got. <laughs> i got springs from like 17 different vehicles like what am i gonna do with six and a half tons of springs but i'll never get rid of it man like but at work or in your full-time job where you gotta make money you gotta organize that nice i've learned that one because i actually i bought out the contents of a welding shop two years ago and i had all these cool rad tools that i got put in my shop and now two years later there's some of them that haven't even been touched and so doing exactly that and going through it's like well what has this given me except take up space in my shop so i totally understand that one um, but my shop tip that I found is uh, is magnets. I had bought a magnetic roller that's just like a broom that I have for whenever I'm using. Yeah, uh, I, have a, I have a cold cut saw. And you have cold cut saws. Uh, cold cut saws like have all the metal flakes. And you just run that thing underneath your saw after, or like chop saws even. It picks everything up off the floor. And I have a handheld one that I use over my drill press to pick up all the shavings. And that just like, Ooh, it just helps clean that. That's super smart. I really yeah. love that. Yeah, <laughs> love it's that. amazing. I've made yeah. it everywhere all the time. Just like cleaning up my table, just run a magnet over top of it. It's pretty cool. So can you turn the magnet off and on then to release them all? Uh, so in this, in the rolling one, it has like a handle on the top. That you just pull it up and then it releases everything. So I just take it over to my, my garbage can and then I just pull it up and it releases everything. And you push it back down and it's like reset. I've seen, cool. machinists, I've seen machinists use those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ra- Rachel yeah. Bonnet, the giver of tips. There's my brass shoe brush. Oh, there's your brush. You got the brush. <laughs> sure did. Nice. And now I need a freaking roller magnet. Now you need a roller magnet for sure. They're, they're there handy. Go. Like when I don't feel like sweeping and you just want to roll back and forth. My kids love using it to clean my shop. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Who's uh, picking it up? I'd say uh, as far as being motivated to go out, especially these days when it's cold as balls out and you don't want to leave your couch in the morning, um, I, I try and leave myself something the next day that I'm looking forward to doing and not like hand sanding some blades or something. I try and leave something fun for the next day so mm-hmm. that I'm stoked to go out to the shop and do it. And then that gets the ball rolling. Yeah. Sweet. Chris or Chris? Well, i it took me like six months to kind of get myself rolling and being like self-employed. And, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, today I get to wake up. I can, I can take my time, get to my shop, you know, roll in like a new, and then you get nothing done. <laughs> so it took me about six months to be like, okay, I got to be there at like eight. <laughs> got to have all my work kind of laid out, uh, paperwork's done. The admin side of stuff, like, is insane. Like, all the paperwork that goes along with things. And that's just not something that you ever really prepared for especially being artistic stuff. Um, and that's still shaking my ass some days. But yeah, six months takes, it took time. But now I'm in that sort of mindset of like, I'm working for myself. If I don't do this thing today, I don't get to eat. So it's probably behooves me <laughs> to be in the shop making something. And uh, soapstone, I have soapstone like everywhere. So I use it for marking stuff, finding centers on things, uh, drawing on the floor. Uh, yeah, you name it, I'll use soapstone for it. And uh, I'll do really like three or four, one, two, three blocks. Those are like indispensable for any application. 
in Lawrence at Maritime Knife Supply. He just like carrying them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just got ones. Yeah. Nice ones. Yeah. Are they 10 bucks? Mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe Lawrence will put the price in the, in the chat. <laughs> you're, you, you know what? Don't push your luck. You're, you're, be happy you got 10 bucks to spend there, buddy. Okay, come on now. Take off, eh? Uh, I was waiting for that one. Cheers. Cheers. On Sharpies from the dollar store. They're the cheapest. I like the silver ones. The silver ones are amazing to mark on black surfaces. Well, like, silver streams, so those work really good, too. I've never used those, but I have the silver Sharpies, and those work really well, yeah. too. The, the nice thing about the silver streaks is that it doesn't burn off. Like, Sharpies mm-hmm. are markers. As soon as you cut or heat, they melt off or burn yeah. off. But the silver mm-hmm. streaks and soaps don't stay, no matter what. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you the best marker, if you haven't uh, picked one up yet, is the Pika. Pika mm-hmm. marker. Pika yeah. marker. Uh, like, one Sharpie, you know, if you mark on something wrong, the Pika, you can actually take out the the uh, filament inside there and replace it you can I, well you can actually flip it around you can cut it it i mean that because they're two years old that still work nice. small time. and they can go in small holes but i'm not sponsored by people <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few comments in the chat jacques Alain wrote that a whiteout pen stays visible on hot metal oh, and lawrence wrote that he's matched he's Everyone's getting twenty dollars. So oh, you don't have ten bucks, guys. You've got twenty. Twenty dollars. Damn. Nice. Well, thank you very much, Lawrence. Yeah. yeah take thank off. you. Take off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lawrence. All right. I, man, eh? I haven't heard much from Chris Spielock, so let's. Uh... Shop tips. Um, I second everything that was said already, but in particular, I try to power clean for two minutes every hour. And all that really means is clear the surfaces you're working on top. And whatever tools you happen to have out or strewn about, tuck them away where they're supposed to go because you're not using them in the near to short, in the the short term. They'll be there where you need it and you'll ultimately save time, but it's just clean a little bit every hour, like for two minutes, even if it's just putting shit away in front of you. Yeah, no, have you yeah. heard of uh, concept practice more than a tip that I found helped me stay really, really organized? Have you heard of a concept called lean manufacturing? Yeah, yeah. So I was just thinking the same thing. No Very more. similar. similar I, have my, uh, I have my level two lean certification. Yes. Something that I do for companies on contract. Uh-huh. And a, lot of, a lot of people diss it, but if you guys ever really want to get it explained, you know, it's a lifesaver. It's not about working harder, just smarter, man. Harder. We don't been, call I, it uh, different levels. We go by belts at our company: mm-hmm. green belt, brown belt, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is, is that is that an, an accreditation that's noticed across Canada, or how is that just so? Lean is it, so lean is international. If you get it through a certified like lean five S uh, training school, so lean got invented. Like the whole process got invented by Toyota in Japan. So yeah. you know it is international if you get certification. Cool. So uh, was that Rachel that was trying to bump in or was that? Oh yeah, that, that was just me. I was just, I was just talking on like the clean as you go. What I learned is like, I'm in a really small space, like 12 by 24 shop that I run my business out of. And what I just did is I bought myself one of those little rolling tool carts. So rather than if I have like right now I'm doing like, I have a 20 foot railing in my shop. And so rather than having my tools on my table, I just, anything that I'm using, I can just like pile onto this tool cart. 
and then like my clamps, my tape measures, my sharpies, whatever that I, that I throw onto that. So that's the only thing that I have to clean, not my table. I keep my table as clean as I possibly can. So like on, on an organizational, organizational standpoint, that has been a big, a big game changer for me. I have the same thing. And I think it also keeps the space safe when you're in a small mm -hmm. space. Um, you're not tripping over stuff and yeah, it's always ready at hand. So. The nice thing about having everything on a rolling uh, cart as well is that if you want to move stuff around to allow for more space in one area versus another, you have everything on wheels. You can move it out of the way yeah. and, and create larger or, or smaller spaces. Um, I, I'm, I'm a huge proponent to that as well. Like my toolbox at work is not just a toolbox. It's a full work cart with a you know working desk space on top of it that i can roll around all over the place it makes a huge difference for um ha having the ability to just bring all all of your work what you're working on right there and then on your bench to where you're working on it versus but i, I also work in a very large shop there so there's that difference versus a small shop but so jealous <laughs> one day I'm, I'm talking about where i work not where yeah. i personally work out of although my new yeah. shop is super sweet yeah yeah steve you got us a, a shop tip my man yeah yeah man uh what's well, uh, we're a plan just you know uh, have a blackboard in your shop write out a plan of attack before you even let your forge and set realistic goals for yourself that way you can say to yourself all right i ain't shutting this down until i at least reach this goal anything more i do is you know icing on the cake but um Yep, you know that, and jigs are your friend. <laughs> is that the um, which jig? Like, there's lots of different ones that the Irish do. <laughs> the Métis as well. <laughs> Take off. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so hands, hands up around the room who has a pile of jigs they've built over the years stashed away. <laughs> I wish I, I do. Oh, that's like everybody's hand. Nice. Template count as jigs. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would yep. say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it makes your life easier. It's a, it's a jig, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for the ones that the ones that Irish do. Those aren't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Irish jig. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's puppy is the bomb. You have Rachel's a puppy sweet is dog. Yeah. He's seven weeks old. He's a little black lab. His Ooh. name is Cole. Which there was a Cole on here, which I thought was funny, but he got it for Christmas, and he's. Our little lump of coal. Nice. Lump That's of coal. awesome. Very house. cute. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cole Dubrinsky had to drop out. He has uh, yeah. New Year's to take care of, I guess, there. So, Aha. yeah. Linda, partay, partay. I, I like how we just did like shop tips around the map here. That was cool. Yeah, that, that was good. cool. How about that's probably if, one of the most important things, though, is sharing shop tips for yeah. people. I think that's super totally. rad. Totally. I learned a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that pickle yeah. guy cool? I don't like the look of him. <laughs> Who the hell is Pickle? <laughs> pickle is uh, Nick Tobin. He's in Edmonton. Yeah, he's. I'm just being quiet for once. Hi, Sally Nick. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Nick? Not too bad yourselves. Doing good, man. Happy yeah. New Year's. Merry Christmas, man. Yes, thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. How, how's your holidays treating you? Oh, pretty good, dude. Just chilling in my fucking my uh, my rented uh, room for the for the rest of the week. Just fucking hanging out. Happy birthday, Nick! Thank you, thank you very much. Oh, hey, nice. 
yeah, that's why I got away. I was fucking craving a burger at this burger, well, this pump house, the brewery that they have here in Moncton. And uh, I wanted to get myself a fucking burger there. So I went and grabbed myself a burger yesterday for my birthday. It's only a four-hour drive, but it was worth <laughs> it. I love Moncton. Moncton's a fun town. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a great place. You know, it's, it's seen better days, but it is what it is, you know. Did you see what Brig- Brigham Kendall says about you, man? What did he say? He says you've got a, re- a resting pickle face. <laughs> What's that? I don't even know what that means. Guilty you don't pleasure, hear Lyndon. Guilty pleasure. Uh, something aside from blacksmithing. Jazz music. I love jazz, jazz. music. I love Ooh. jazz music, man. Didn't know that. Yeah. Let's uh, roundtable it if uh, if others want to participate. Steve? Max, Max, no, Max? I'm sh- I'm shooting it. Max is the next one. All right. Oh me, oh Max. my god, the other Max or me? Yeah, yeah. yeah Max. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. I don't know. I don't feel much guilt uh, for, much, <laughs> for much of what anything I do, really. Um, That's exactly I what I was going to say too, man. <laughs> I do kind of whatever the fuck I want, but um, guilty pleasure. I'd say, I mean, you guys probably like, I, I, I love to, I love to travel. I really love to travel, but to the point where I'm willing to like, not as have a nice as a house or not have as nice as other stuff. I would rather invest into traveling. And I think over the years, a lot of people have been like, you know, that uh, it might seem excessive, but like, I, I usually go somewhere a couple times a year and for work, I pick up work anywhere overseas whenever I can. Like if nice. you guys, any of you guys have followed me, but I've worked in Russia and Africa and South America. I so that, cool. So lots of people are like, man, that's nuts. Cause I got kids and a wife and it's hard to do that, but it's something that I just can't say no to. If someone's like, Hey, you want to go work in, you know, South Africa next month? It's like, I'm there. Like, I don't even know what's going on, but I'm there. Like, nice. Guiltless pleasure. Love any uh, sketchy places, pleasure. Max? Uh, yeah. So like Nigeria is pretty rough. Western. Nigeria. West, there's some places in Western Africa. So I had a guy try to kill me when I was in West Africa. Oh, um, that was a little bit, but I had a full-time bodyguard and a driver. So there's, you get into some crazy places because you got to remember lots of money. And I'm like the foreigner here working yeah. and I'm working at gold mines. So there's huge gold mines. That's where I've done my work out there because I've done in Saskatchewan. Most of my life's been mining, right? So that's kind of opened doors for me to work in mining places overseas. <laughs> Actually doing lean stuff because lean and mining, right? Like they go to hand in hand. So I got hired to go over to some mines in Africa and help organize their, their stuff. And, uh, I mean, some of the locals don't like it and they're traditional and you're taking jobs and, and, uh, they're not too keen on, on it, but yeah, it can be pretty scary. You got to watch yourself. You got to be careful, but I, I would do it any, any time. I, like I got to live in a jungle for six weeks. That's pretty wild, man. Like, nice. Who do you think, uh, who do you think you want to shoot a guilty pleasure to, man? I'll send it to, uh, let's go to Steven from OABA. I don't think he's one of the Hoosers, but I see him here. So can I, pick, can <laughs> I just pick somebody? No. You're grabbing oh. somebody out of the chat, dude. Well, I just see him right in my screen. So he has no, sure. You know what? Do it. Let's grab somebody out of the chat. No, Steve. Steven, I don't think he says he's not going to answer. He doesn't want to <laughs> hang on. He unmuted. Okay. <laughs> I can say hi. I'm not sure I have anything uh, to add here. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks okay i'll go to, i'll go to mike mike what's your guilty pleasure um i'm gonna uh i'm gonna side with lawrence here in the chat you talked about uh liking some pretty hardcore gangster rap i don't mind throwing a little bit of that nice. on the shop nice. kind of gets uh gets me going some days when you like 90s gangster rap or like new gangster rap 
little bit of both. I don't mind um, throwing back to yeah some of the old stuff uh, around DMC and uh, those kinds of things. And then um, I, I'm real picky about the new stuff. A lot of it's real garbage, but uh, some of the lyricists. I'm, I really like uh, people who can really manipulate the English language. Yes, and so that's interesting to listen to. Nice. I'll I'll pick up on that because I do the same, except it's French hip hop that I listen to, and oh, I guess that's my good pleasure. But I'm gonna switch it over to camping, tenting, hiking, canoeing, and I'm gonna pass it on to Chris Spielak because he's usually there with me when I'm doing that stuff. Guilty pleasure. Oh, I want to hear from Chris about. Sorry, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, explain yourself. I want to hear about uh stretching for atheists (laughs) (laughs) that's one of my guilty pleasures it's something that i do when we're on camping trips and i'm not too terribly uh the next morning and it's done from me having back issues because of forging i'm six four and a half maybe six five that's a lot of hunch over a lot of days that's just repetitive motion stress. Like I'm a, I'm a blacksmith for a long time and I had a whole side of my body develop differently than the other side. And so I would just get muscle pulls. And I think I sat on my fat wallet for three years and then it threw my hips, all kinds of shit. Right. And so on camping trips to alleviate that, I have a very, I have a very <laughs> set set of stretches. I like to do that help uh relax the hips and your uh your back essentially because if you have tight hips you can put your back and you don't want to put that out in the bush because they'll leave you in the dump so only on camping trips though no it's something i did for routine or i find whenever i'm laying around on the couch a lot like i was doing with covid it exacerbates whatever sort of problems that i'd have and then just a routine a routine motion could just click and then suddenly i was laid up for a week and it, it got to be that bad and it all stemmed from forging issues and i haven't um, had any of it since because i've just whenever i start to feel sore because i've been laying in a recliner for three days like nothing else is going on for me i'll i'm going to do a bunch of stretching and i know it won't put me up like it used to it will just help i sleep better and it's and i can work like a fucking demon but as long as i stretch my hips and my lower back i'll be all right a little bit of yoga Man, that stuff is so important. You bring up an awesome point, Chris, man. Yeah, Take care of your body. Yeah. And I beat the yeah, core. Body. You guys know this. You're all metal workers. You yeah, look at the like, shit out of ourselves. Compare your hammer arm to your non-hammer arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, one is, like, twice as big as the other. Exactly, right? People get the wrong impression. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're a very lonely person. Which no, hammer? Which hammer are you swinging? Yeah. <laughs> I hate when people think that of me. <laughs> I just tell people I'm a blacksmith. <laughs> if you're blacksmith, you got no hair on one arm, and if you're forging all those blades, well, you got a bigger arm than the other arm. <laughs> Weird. No one's bugged me about having large forearms since I became a blacksmith. <laughs> You need to forge more, bro. Yeah, I know. I got all the jokes before I was a blacksmith. That's weird. What's up with that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> need a bigger hammer. <laughs> I just ordered a bigger hammer. Five, five. Oh, the size of your hammer. Oh, Jeez. five. That's a workout. You can do that? Oh, yeah. I got a three and a half, and it feels like a two pound right now. I've been swinging it for about a year, and it's like nothing was right now. So I was just talking to Peter earlier tonight and uh, working on getting me a five pound uh, rounding hammer. Five pounds pretty big. Wow. I, I, have, I, I, have a I do three, pound. three and a half for most of my stuff. Three I do three and a half. 
That's what they all said when I got a three and a half pound hammer. They're like, oh, that's a big hammer, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, now it feels like it was literally a two and a half pound hammer to me when I'm swinging it. Like, I don't even use a two and a half pound hammer anymore. So, well, yeah, the, five, the five pound will hit nice and dead too, right? Yeah, it's going to move some steel, I think, you know, it should for certain applications, obviously, but. Well, that's that's the thing for certain applications yeah. is the thing yeah okay yeah. so so pickle's guilty pleasure is he likes a heavy hammer no, or a big, or a big hammer that. he's all about the big hammer with a large head <laughs> we all knew that though big pickles any other guilty pleasures up there not non-guilty pleasures i have one that i think that other people could and and kilena hope you answer after, but uh i have a guilty pleasure of energy drinks I don't know about you guys. I like my monster energy drinks. I like my Red Bulls. I will sneakily drink them all day long if I could. That and bluegrass music. Unless some of you guys like your rap and jazz, but yeah. I'm a fan of bluegrass. Yeah. This is my guilty Brigham well, Kendall in the chat saying his guilty pleasures video games. We got a couple of those in the chats too. Nice. I, I can relate to that one. What flavors of energy drink are you, are you hitting up? Mm, see, I think I, I think I feel better about myself with something sugar-free. <laughs> so the monster sugar-free ones, I like those. Uh, you ever tried the gurus? Guru? Oh, I haven't even heard of those. Yeah, they're from Montreal. They're more natural, but that's what I go for. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen those ones. Is that? I, I think I have seen them. Are they like more natural ingredients? Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Uh, and they still got the, they still give you a good kick well for me it helps if i have a big ass project and i'm on deadline and i really just gotta push through then i'll time my moves but yeah they do give me a good kick <laughs> so is is it wrong to start your day with a pot of coffee and then by coffee break another pot of coffee and then by lunchtime another pot of coffee and then so by like second, th then another pot of coffee, and then like come <laughs> evening time, then you move to the energy drinks. Is it is it wrong to transition from coffee to energy drinks? That's like I'm not, I don't care if I drink too much coffee. That's not the question. Is it wrong to transition from coffee to energy drinks? I usually start with energy drinks and then like bring it down with coffee. <laughs> but I did just get an espresso maker, and I've been hitting up the double espressos like multiple times a day. So that's that's been pretty awesome. Wow. So Ghislaine, is your uh, guilty pleasure as well energy drinks or where are you hitting the guilty pleasures? Well, I like to bust a move when I'm alone at the shop at the end of the day and I'm just cleaned up and I'm like really close to just like being done and just like looking at my piece and being like, <laughs> fuck yeah. And then I'll put like some really cheesy disco dance music in. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely important to move like that if you got something on the go for sure. You're in the in the mood, just just do it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like to dance. Fuck yeah, so much all the time. Whoa. Don't watch. Don't watch me when I'm alone, please. <laughs> <laughs> a celebratory post Damascus dance. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> what is it? A jig? You were talking about a jig earlier. Yes. Yeah, doing a jig oh, yeah, at the end. Yeah. Of the yeah, I turned Irish once in a while, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Take off, eh? Oh. oh. That's the last sip of this one. Yep, same. What were you drinking, Rachel? <laughs> uh, this is Bad Tattoo. Love you. Los Muertos Cerveza Negra. It's a, I don't know. Oh, there, it's a 
Black beer. It's gotta be a black beer. It's, not, it's, a Mex <laughs> it's a Mexican beer, actually, but it's out of Penticton, British Columbia. Shit. But it's a Mexican-inspired lager that loves being chilled down. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. They've got excellent art as well on their uh, labels. Yeah, the bad tattoo ones. Like that's rad. They got some awesome art on theirs. Oh, look at that! I've got a coconut yeah. porter. Pretty oh, awesome. Pretty awesome. But by pile of bones. Pile of bones brewing. Oh Lord, I gotta switch back to beer. <laughs> I got an awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that you're drinking whiskey over there, though, Galen. I love it. I have a. These little guys I got Santa brought me in my stocking. It's nice. Weiser's Manhattan. Manhattan's one of my favorites. Nice. And so is an old fashioned. So I got these little ones. You just throw them on ice. Mm. No peanut what? butter and jelly beer, anybody? Nope. No PD and J. That's a question from Brigham Kendall in the chat. There was an episode, what was it? Maybe, I don't know, five episodes back where I had a peanut butter that lager. Was with me. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Thank you. Rachel. Where did that conversation go? Yeah. <laughs> Let's Peanut butter jelly time. Not go too far with that tonight. He craft guys are weird. Yeah. Oh boy. Chris Dixon was shooting. He shot. He was there's fire shot because um Lawrence was pouring himself another Belgian moon and Chris was like, you even call that a beer, bro? <laughs> Ouch. Right. <laughs> some, somebody's getting some coal sent to them in their stocking. <laughs> oh wait, we want coal in our stocking. Oh yeah, we do. <clears throat> You're getting a Linden. peanut butter and jelly beer. <laughs> Just <laughs> about... <laughs> what's up, brother? What's up, brother? Let's do one more round of questions and then let's <laughs> jump to the game, man. <laughs> Gift card deleted. Oh, <laughs> do we get a pee break? No, uh, no. Uh, no. You take them when you can. You just take them when you away. can. Yeah, just, just to remember to put it on mute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the thing. Don't yeah. bring the. Yes, thank you. Thanks don't for bring the computer. Me. <laughs> don't flash the toilet. <laughs> this is great, you guys. This is shooting out well. What do you guys think? Fun so far. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's good. good. Yeah, I think man. we should do another one for the New Year's. <laughs> I think, tomorrow i think you should take off hey now i gotta get up and get a new beer uh -oh. Bye, Rachel. my puppy's sleeping it's like uh, kind of fresh, literally right behind me so cute though kidding eh so what question are we gonna are we gonna shoot for another like round robin or a simple question that many people can answer it's fun times right yeah what about first grinder no matter what the grinder, just a suggestion. That's an interesting look at it, dude. I can't remember what my first oh, grinder some, was. Some guy, some guy started work with you know flat discs and angle grinders and graduated to two by seventy twos down the road. You know, some guys used files. You know, there's so many things that could be considered as. I started with a four by thirty six Mastercraft. Same here. That's a Canadian made, and I burnt three of them out. And they kept warranting them for me. <laughs> I went through two of them, yeah. Same thing. And I just bought I just bought a brand new one. It's on its way here from Vashti. Oh yeah. Ooh, nice. Beauty. Cool. I'm all about the right angle grinder community, man. I've been in that four and a half angle grinder community since day one, man. But I'm a welder by trade, so that's why. So that's why you're a good grinder. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Grinder and paint, buddy. <laughs> man, no, I love you, man. That's, that's just for all the times you bust my ass. I figured I'd get to bust yours once. 
I don't, you know what? Well played, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen his welds, so I'm not going to say anything. Matt, if there's anybody I'm scared to show my welds, it's you. <laughs> Great. I shouldn't even be talking about other people's welds because I'm sure, sure I'm one hell of a good grinder as well. Uh, let's end this with a, some Canadiana, a favorite place to visit in Canada or a band mm -hmm. that you love that is Canadian. Both. So let's do both. Let's go round table. Well, we started off one with or both your favorite Canadian band. And then tell me your favorite Canadian destination. Mm, for myself. Oh, destination going out West, man, hitting the mountains, the Rockies for me is like prime. If, if it's close destination, like the white shell is beautiful here. It's lakes and rivers, like endless, which is fabulous. And music wise, Quebec hip hop, it's like loud Larry. There's like so much great stuff coming out of there. Fuki. There's, uh, there's great bands, uh, soldier. Those are those are my hit list. There you go. Passing it off to whoever wants it. Oh come on, pick somebody. Uh, oh, Chris Green, yeah. I'll go Chris. First. Uh, favorite band, well Canadian band. Uh, the Weaker Thans have always really spoken mm. to me. I don't even know if they're even still around. I think they are. Uh, I spilled beer on John K. Johnson one time. That was kind of cool. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of good songs there. I kind of want to hear it's the story of. The beer spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have time? I tell it. Do it. All right. Um, it was at the some little gig, and I kind of know him through some friends, people, blah blah blah. And um, my brother was with me at the show. My brother was like, "I gotta have his autograph." Like, okay, sure, sure. John, John. So the only place we could find to write was on the ground. So I'm watching John K. Sampson <laughs> write his autograph on a piece of paper. And I've got my beer, and I'm look, watching him, and my beer just dumped all over John K. Sampson's back. Shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how oh, John K. Sampson's weekend. That's right. And favorite places? So many. But one that kind of really sticks out was uh, hiking in Yoho National Park. Uh, you go all the way back to the falls. Up, 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 up. Um, there's some pretty amazing sort of waterfalls and scenery up there. It's pretty incredible. Alberta, British Columbia? Uh, it's just just a right few, on the border. Back, yeah basically okay. right on the border yeah. yeah it's pretty amazing yeah beautiful pass it on steve that I'll take this next one. To me. okay there uh, you. yeah i'll take this one i uh my favorite canadian artist or band i guess uh so they're i think they're based out of vancouver bc they're actually it's zz ward is what it's called and they're like uh like bluesy jazzy like just super soulful type of music Super awesome. I play the guitar and I like to play a lot of her music because it's just so awesome. So that's my favorite Canadian band and my favorite place to travel. Uh, I'm a hunter. I'm a jet boater. So uh, going on different jet boating and hunting experiences like northern BC, like north of Fort Nelson, south of the Yukon border, as far north as you could possibly be. The, the river systems that are out there, the mountains that are out there, the hunting experiences out there are pretty incredible. So like Anything northern BC is my favorite place to go. Sweet. Who's yeah. taking it? I can. All right. Do it, Len. Well, I've been enjoying the DOA, which is punk rock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and um, I think that my favorite place, um, it's got to be, the Clooney's really hold my heart. Mm. 
yeah, that's where I learned blacksmithing and like metal sculpture and also the snowboarding and the backcountry and just, yeah, I still think about it every day. <laughs> oh, dude, awesome. Yeah. No doubt. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> Mike Jones? Um, well, I got to give it up to Rush. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. think you can have a Canadian Lots podcast without. I'd love to say uh, hi to Gwai, a couple islands off the uh, northern hi. coast of BC here, gorgeous. But uh, my family's got, my, my girlfriend's family has uh, lots of um, some properties back east on a little town called Alma, New Brunswick. On, oh, I've been there. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So her grandparents own a house that's like literally on the water. The backyard is the, the Bay of Fundy. Damn. And uh, it's this tiny little fishing town. And uh, I can sit on their porch and just watch the town go by for two weeks. Solid. No problem. It's the most relaxing place I've been. Next time you go out, let me know, dude. That's like three and a half hours away from me. Oh, deadly. Yeah. I'd, I'd visit out there every year if I could. It's awesome. It's very close to St. John, too. Yeah. And you drive right, right through Edmonton on your way by, too. Yeah. 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 Right now, yeah. I'm monked in there. Yeah. Bunch, oh. of, bunch of hose heads coming together. <laughs> Look what happens, eh? Take off. Take, Take off, off, eh? Take off. <laughs> All right. I'll go next. Uh, favorite Canadian band, probably Propagandy. Nice. Metal. Nice. band out of Winnipeg. Out of Winnipeg. Yeah, they, they're kicking ass. They just had to cancel their Western tour. because have a propaganda story for you later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've met them a few times. They're awesome <laughs> dudes. They're, there are many iterations. Not so many bands can have like nine different members and still keep it together and they're still mm-hmm. rocking. Um, and for Destination, I got to give the shout out to Northern Saskatchewan. We get forgotten. I'm yeah. in Ontario. My head office is in Ontario and I'm always out there trying to sell the West because Ontario doesn't think too much of the West sometimes and and they're always telling me about, you know, camping, you know, how there's nothing to do in Saskatchewan. It's like, are you kidding me? Oh. I have been from corner to corner to corner of this province because we camp lots. My whole family were big campers. And like northern Saskatchewan, we go every year somewhere different because it's just so wide. And, and we basically just out dart to the map and uh, try to find some little lake or park by there. And we'll even backpack in if we have to. And north and, of Toontown, uh, eh? Yeah, way north of Toontown. Uh, north of PA. Get up watch it. Yeah, watch over the Sasquatches there. Yeah, no, they're my friends, man. <laughs> they like beer. Harry's cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got to get props north of Saskatchewan. If you guys are ever out in Saskatchewan, let me know in the summer. I'll tell you what lake to go to. I agree, man. Props to that. Oh, and I'll bounce it. Who hasn't gone yet here? Rob, you're up. I, I would have to say for favorite Canadian band, uh, Our Lady Peace. I've nice. been listening my whole life. And I've um, and I've been out to BC a couple of months ago, and I just loved it there. It was beautiful. Loved Whereabouts? Uh, I went from Vancouver, and we went up to Whistler and toured all the way around there. It was just beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I loved it. I would love to go there again, spend some more time there, you know? We don't have the Sassafras watches here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have oh, but the men. hot springs. The hot springs. <laughs> Lot, there's oh. lots of hot springs in BC. I know. Yeah, like the Skookumchucks goes to Whistler, right? Did you hit those? No. Yeah, the Liard hot springs in Fort Nelson. Absolutely stunning. Where Where is I mean, that? When it's uh, uh, Fort Nelson, BC, like super, super north. Wow. Uh, the Liard Hot Springs, you have to like walk in on this like wooden boardwalk 
and yes. it's yeah. creepy, so creepy. Nice. Uh, and then it's like minus forty, and you're wearing every single possible piece of clothing that you have up to these hot springs, and you get in there though, and it is a dream. Your hair is frozen, but you are just like in heaven. It's so cool. I hiked to one like that um, south of Revelstoke somewhere, where we had to hike. It was a about an hour be, hike. Uh, yeah, you Ainsworth or no, not Ainsworth, because Ainsworth is the one that you pay to go to. And Ainsworth yeah, yeah. is sweet, man. Ainsworth has the cave I that you can like it. swim right into the cave. Cool. Ainsworth, Ainsworth might be my freaking favorite place in Canada by far, except for the fact that it's a public place. If I like this other one that I'm talking about, I can't remember. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I know what it is. It's a, it's like, but it, to be honest, I was fucking disappointed dude it was an hour hike into the bush to sit in a pool that was like two feet deep maybe and i was like it's it's men set up right it was disappointing but yeah there's like levels of pools and like different heats and like they're massive and it's that's what i'm talking about okay so yeah but there's one in the backcountry up close to where that revelstoke one is that's what i'm talking talking about Yeah. yeah okay but okay but um so is, did you give your, your your Canadian music shout out as well? You said who you're down with, Gillian? Yeah, Gillian. Okay, so up, yeah. up, I'm going to go. My destination is this White Swan Hot Springs in British Columbia. That is the one that is different levels going down into a river system. It's seven, seven different pools. The first pool is 107 fucking degrees dude it's wow. so hot dude it like boils your freaking balls out of gatorade <laughs> bottle man what is that in english <laughs> i don't one? have balls i don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about that <laughs> and then i was uh, the, my first time going there there was like a band of like i don't know gypsy girls there that like don't shave their armpits and stuff like that <laughs> and they just were the like locals they were all high on drugs. Yeah, I know it's locals. It's typical for that area in the hey, Kevin's not part of this anymore. So yeah, it's typical for that area. But anyways, those Sam are squatches. Those are <laughs> Sam squatches. Female Sam squatches. They were high. They were high as fuck, man. And they were all wandering around. Like, woo! They were like lying in the river, rolling around. This river is ice freaking cold water. Like I saw ice forming on their bodies as they were rolling in that shit, man. It was crazy. But hands down, favorite spot to visit. And the town, Kimberly, BC. Kimberly, BC, by far my favorite town in all of Canada. So awesome. If I could live there, I would. One of my friends from uh, high school is living there, and I'm like, so jealous she lives there. I'm like, dude, I hate you for living there because they've got a ski resort right in town that is amazing. This hot springs that I'm talking about is like right up th- right up the road from them. Um, Fernie, BC is like an hour and a half i think drive from kimberly you've got there's you can drive and start driving into the peach belt right away out of kimberly bc there like you get into peachland where osoyus if you've been to osoyus bc by i'm born and raised in oliver so that's uh this is like yeah. rachel knows rachel knows i know that's beautiful we're, we're all hitting bc man as i guess favorite today. music linden Favorite music, dude. I I don't even know where to start, man. I'm so bored <laughs> on this. There's so many, but I want to give a shout out to the Smalls. They oh, are a yeah. band oh, out of nice. Alberta, punk rock band. Amazing. 
so good and uh, mm-hmm. they may better mm-hmm. be known as <laughs> Corp Lundman. Mike, Mike is saying oh, Corp Lundman is awesome. <laughs> the is way better than Corp Lund. But you know, I went to, so when Corp Lund first came out, I had moved to Kamloops and they did a concert here and I think I paid $10 for a ticket for them to play here. And they were giving out homemade pies, farm fresh eggs. I think there was 30 people in this little tiny little uh, uh, record store downtown Kamloops. And I paid this $10 for this ticket, went with my sister and a couple friends. And it was amazing. And I got to meet them all, but this was like far before they were like the actual Corbon band. But it was so, it was so cool. And here's a piece of trivia about the Smalls. They're the best selling Canadian act in music history without ever getting signed. They sold the Smalls sold over a million records in Canada over ten years, and they never got signed. And that's why Corblund left to start his own solo career, selling country because he just needed to make money, and he knew country music was the fastest way to make money. And he was yeah. right. Huh. Shit, man, that's right. awesome, Thank dude. Thank you so much. The country. Uh, Chris and Steve have not shared. I can go. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump on team rush. Uh, man, I, I love me some rush. Uh, favorite Canadian destination. Mm, Two part answer. Uh, I love grand forks, grand forks, uh, grand forks, BC. We yeah. you know, the family, we drive through, uh, we drive across Canada from Ontario. The jumping bridge. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes. You know, that was a stop every single time. We have cousins who have a winery in uh, the Okanagan Valley. And, you know, on the way there, we'd uh, purposely make a detour to Grand Forks. But, uh, you know, second favorite uh, destination can be done online. Uh, Maritime Knife Supply. I love that place. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a code that we can use? At Maritime Knife Supply to save ourselves $100 on a kiln, Lyndon? (laughs) FFC kiln? (laughs) So they carry Paragon kilns and even heat kilns. And if you put an FSC 10 into the promo code, you will save $100 off. No, it's not FSC 10. It's FSC kiln. Yes. Yes. At uh, Maritime Knife Supply and save yourself $100 on your kiln. I don't have a kiln yet, so that sounds like something I'm probably going to Google later tonight. <laughs> that is up there on my shopping list for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. If you're running, if you're running into the heat treatment stuff, man, okay. into that game, yeah, you you almost you almost need to get into that even heat game or Paragon game. You know, it's hard not to, man. It just makes it easy. So Kilns easy. changed my and life. Precise. Yeah, it changed my life. It's got to be one of those tools that I think, why didn't I buy this three years ago? Well, <laughs> listen to this advertisement, you guys. Shout out to Maritime Knife Supply. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Lawrence is just doing it all right, man. He really is. Because if you go over to his website, you'll see that he is constantly adding new items, like on the regular, dude. Like this guy has built his website up. Man, what was it? A few years ago, we saw him pop into the scene, and Not it was either. like, no, "Oh, no. I'm selling, I'm selling belts," and now it's. Everything. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Felak, I have not heard your favorite Canadian band or place. Favorite place is Lunenburg, in Nova Scotia, which is somewhere I don't know my geography all that well. A few hours from the Cabot Trail, 
which is the most beautiful landscape in the world. It's not as overly commercialized as BC. And Lunenburg is a world UNESCO site where there's no modern development inside an existing sort of area around town. So it's a, a village from the 1750s. Uh, looking on an inlet bay where you can drink from a bar co- called the Admiral Benbow and eat fresh gallops all day long while waiting for oh. a feeling to a <laughs> nice. fucking amazing. And I love scallops. Oh my God. I just sat there and ate a pile of them. There was flying debris for a while because I was so hungry. Um, favorite Canadian artist, I guess my favorite would probably have to be Neil Young. Oh, um, good job. Yeah. But I mean, shout out to, you know, who doesn't get enough respect these days? Brian Adams. We all fucking thought he was the God when we were 11. <laughs> if we talk about somewhere and when i hear his songs it's not like alanis morissette it's an earworm that makes you want to kill yourself right <laughs> you hear it you're like yeah I I'll, sing along to, I'll sing along to i i need somebody for four hours while i file down this fucking whatever <laughs> you're working on yeah there's a there's a fantastic glass blower on the cabot trail on the east coast there I remember being over there and we stopped and checked this guy out and watched him work with a, an apprentice. It was just like fascinating. It was like, I sat there and watched for, I mean, half an hour felt like two minutes. It was incredible watching him work. I didn't get to see any artisans per se. We did the whole drive a couple of years ago. We're going back in August. But what I did see was just all those little picturesque towns. They all have gallery scenes and their galleries are wide, like they're varied and they're multi-talented artists. So you see a lot of amazing glass blowing. You see some really cool uh, abstract metal work out there. You see a lot of cool paintings just in visiting the towns because that's what's there to see while you're just hanging out. So yeah, there's a lot of that stuff out there. It's, uh, it seems beautiful. And there's that guy. Does that guy still have all the uh, Simpsons characters out on his lawn? I didn't see anything like that, no. Oh, there's one guy who's right on the highway and he has this huge lawn and he has these massive wooden cutouts of like every Simpsons character. <laughs> whole lawn. That's awesome. Maybe it's gone now, but it was incredible. That's dedication. <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's awesome. Even if the paint is faded on it. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Okay. That's my beauty. Is that everybody then pretty much or... So are we going on to the game? Can we have a bathroom break? I got. I think we're going to go on to the game and we'll take a bathroom break. Is that very cool with everybody? Intermission. You and I can have a chat, Glenn. I'm not going anywhere. I like it. Mute your toilets is right. I said that earlier. It's totally true. I'm really bad at Instagram. What do you oh. mean, like? Well, I've been doing Facebook, but I have a professional page and just a personal page. But my personal page has so many more people that it's hard. But on the professional page, I usually just post like professional stuff. And if stuff. you use Instagram, it'll automatically pass uh, post your Facebook page. You can link them That's together. What, is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I mean, use. It has like yeah, it's an option to to share yeah. to your Facebook. Right. But I had I had a personal uh, Instagram page, but I realized like I just didn't want everybody in my like absolute personal life. I didn't want to, I wanted to separate the two. And so I had built myself a business page for my Instagram and that's, that's the main space that I use. I just find it's easiest to share without too much like muddled up stuff. And then it just automatically shares to my Facebook and then I can actually go in there and, and so to my Facebook and see everything. So I should link my professional Facebook to my Instagram because I don't usually use that much. 
and then no, posting from your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, posting it's from your Instagram out. is pretty quick and photo friendly compared to Facebook. Yeah, you get more out of Instagram. I, I mean, well, that's I, good tip. Business wise, too, you get more out business of business wise. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have to scale back my Instagram now because of my podcast and my new job. I actually I have a social media manager now that'll be like, hey, that last post was kind of. Oh my god, I love and that. I, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> but I don't like that because I like putting up whatever. So now Facebook has become like my safe zone. Like I have nothing from work on my Facebook, so it's just mm. I can say whatever crazy shit I want. And then Instagram, <laughs> I got to be like more reasonable. <laughs> I just had to delete Facebook off my phone because it was just such a distraction and always put me in such a negative space. Mm. Mm. I don't like. That. Facebook is, is negative. Like I find, I find the same thing. Like going to just chop, Facebook chop is scrolling. Like, yeah, I have had to delete people, block people, mm-hmm. whatever. But like Instagram, you go through it, and you're like, I don't want to look at this picture or see what. Like, I know this is, you know, whatever controversy. Yeah, that's true. Just scroll mm-hmm. through it. So Instagram is easy. That's why I like it. I've been blocked by like a bazillion people on Facebook because I'm oh, a right. fucking nut job, man. So <laughs> I, I stuck around. I don't know why. Our nut job. <laughs> Uh, okay, so who's, a, who's a cat person and who's a dog person? Cat, I'm a dog person. I'm a cat. Cat. Dog. 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 I'm an animal person. Oh. I'm a doggy living in my house. I want them all. Damn girl. Uh-huh. Lisa's says both. Lauren's cat. Who's a turtle person? I have a turtle. Frog. <laughs> I have a turtle. <laughs> I have a turtle. I had tree frogs. Nice. Oh, nice. Llama people? Oh. Oh, there's donkey people. Lawrence's cat. Donkey. I, oh, I have a chicken? goat skull. I have a goat skull. Chickens and quails. Oh, really? Those are yummy. Nice. I got two cows coming in the spring too. Nice. Any geese over there? Geese people? Oh, oh I love lots of geese in my area. I eat them. Hands <laughs> over yeah, here. I, yeah. I, I, I got I one in my them. freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was living in the States, uh, the geese would make their way to the States and everybody would call them the Canadian Air Force down there. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're cobra chickens, man. Yeah, cobra chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's a, there's a video floating around of like treating Canada geese the way they treat you and this guy rolls up with an air horn and goes, goes burn, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nice. those things are aggressive. Like, do mm-hmm. not walk up to them. They got sharp teeth, man. When they bite you, it hurts. Oh, it's their, apparently, it's their if wing power. Jump at you, you really got to watch out for because their wing power can like snap your bone. Oh, if you've ever had turkeys, I got backhanded by a turkey once. That was a real deal. <laughs> those, those bastards have a strong backhand. They got the big turkeys in the poultry farms out up in uh, out in our way, and uh, those things are pretty fucking vicious too. Like, don't knock your balls up to your throat if they catch you in the balls. Not in your case, but <laughs> not in my case. <laughs> Mine tried to mount me a few times when I had turkeys, but it was only when I was wearing gum boots, and that was just like a prime suspect in, for them. But that's a compliment, though. Those are nice. <laughs> well, thank you, turkey. Take the compliment, but get off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to see you do that again. <laughs> oh my god! You're good. This would be a good episode to have an outtakes at the end that's like longer than the actual thing. Oh, this is in the show. This don't is worry, part guys. of it, you guys. Don't worry. Edit, awesome. No edit here. This There's should be edited. This is the best part right here. Hey, for sure, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
Welcome to the second segment of the Fortside Chat Podcast, brought to you by Maritime Knife Supply. This is a game show. We're going to play a little game. Sorry, I'm reading my notes. It's called COVID. <laughs> you guys are going to... a shitty game. Oh. You guys are going to have the chance to win some something here. Exactly. And because it's brought by my, brought on by Maritime Next Supply, there are some prizes. We're talking about store credits. We have store credits. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys have your papers ready with A, B, C, and D for your multiple choice yeah. answers on each and page right on each piece of paper has its own letter each yeah. piece of paper has okay. its oh. own letter and we're gonna mark down who has right answers tabulate it by the end if it's a true or false question a is true b is false what? and you have five seconds to answer each question lyndon do you have access to the questions Sir, oh, I gotta put like a big letter on each. I got yes. Right. So you'll hold it up to your camera so you can see your answer right. quickly. Before we get this show, so I have no clue what you guys are talking about. So I'm just gonna like join everybody on the sidelines. All right, Skip Pickles. Sidelines. Pickles. Oh, pickles. Host, uh, pickle Pickles. Grind pod podcast. <laughs> thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for the join, buddy. Are you allowed to are you allowed to smoke dubs in there or what? No, I've been hitting my uh my vape pen. All right. You sit back and hit that vape pen, brother. No, I'm going out Can you bring us with you? Yeah, I'd like that. Let's do it. Yes. Right. <laughs> Canadianism at its best. Is this a group activity? I'm ready. So. I'm ready. You I'm ready. Be... I've made my papers. No, you know, question number one. What's everybody drinking still? Ooh, I moved Ooh. on. Is that the question for real? Yeah. No, it's, I'm, yes. I'm sharing regardless. I moved on to a pink peppercorn strawberry saison. Oh. <laughs> made nice. by Deep Cove out of uh, North Vancouver, British Columbia. What are you Deep drinking, Cove Max? Cove. Yeah, Max, what do you got there, buddy? Oh, the Pilsner. Pilsner. Made from real I like this beer. Forgotten Lake. This is Gillen, what are you drinking? What is that? Orange sangria. Is that a beer? It's a Blanche de Chambly from Unibrew. It's not actually, it's like one of the first kind of big beer. I call them big beers, but it's I think it's owned by Molson. But anyway, yeah. Well, I've got a, uh, from the Great Lakes Brewery in uh, Toronto, I've got the Canuck Pale Ale. Perfect. I love it. All right. Support local. I've got the Forgotten Lakes from... Like, does someone win the most Canadian of the evening here? Lake of the Woods <laughs> Brewery Company. Question, Rachel. Lake of the Woods. Like, what is that? Single malt from the island, from Vancouver Island. Beauty. Oh, my, my, my. Beauty. Delicious. Delicious. I bought it specifically for this event. Me so, nice. me so job, honey. <laughs> <laughs> A little too much information. Weren't you guys trying to get in? There's never too much information with me. Never. Not at Foresight Check, there's not. I've got a Skulls Lager by Grained Glass. This is a very tasty beer, may I say. I'm loving it very much. <laughs> no turkey sounds, please. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Where's that boot? Question well, number one. Oh, question number one. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. All right. 
flux core wire? Where is the flux? A, in the wire. B, the wire is coated. C, it is blended into the composition of the wire. D, magical pixie dust <laughs> onto the weld. <laughs> Lawrence has letters. Oh my God, put it closer. Is the, what are we doing? Oh, we hold it up. Hold it to the screen. <laughs> the letters. <laughs> I've got a skinny A. Oh, we got A. The answer was A. <laughs> Flux four <laughs> is in the center of the wire. So we've got Rob, Max, Mike, Jones, Chris Green, Chris Bilak, Kevin, Steve. I'll have a point. Gilen, what letter did you have up? You had an A. She's got a point. She, she, she changed it. She changed it. I changed mine too. I changed mine too at the end of it. <laughs> okay, everyone gets a point. I'm a sort of, you know what? Everyone got it. I saw a few B's up there. There was B's and D's. I saw things. I'm I got a D, and then I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. That's how I feel well, about this around. is going to be tough. All right. I'm a certified I'm a... welder, and I got that one wrong back in the day, man. I was Phil, pretty Lyndon, dumb. maybe um, you ask the questions, yeah. and I'll take note because this is... I can't do it. Well, yeah, you, blew I... me up. you just blew me away there, man. Like, my mind is blown that you were able to manage that. Wow. I didn't. I did hey, not manage yeah, that at take all. Take off, eh? Uh, do I get a participation award at the end of this? really hope so. Yeah, $20 participation. Yeah, hey, I already told you that. You, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Thanks, Lawrence. Take off, eh? Oh, oh two times? That was a double. That was a double one right there. The same here. I'm like playing the rock smash here. here. <laughs> hey. What other podcast records drinking games like fools? No, wait, that's not the question. That was just me asking things. A, side chat. Yeah. Or a, no other one. Side chat. <laughs> According to the book, Artist Blacksmith by Peter Parkinson, the engineering definition of a jig is A, a fixture or tool designed to guide symmetrical work. B, a dance normally performed by the Irish. <laughs> C, a device that holds the work and guides the tool while the tool does the work. Or D, a guided preform of continuous formation. You should have done this way before all this drinking. I know. <laughs> this that was the point, dude. Wait, what was the question? Chris <laughs> <All right. laughs> let's hear your answer. D. I wish I could okay. hear those things. You know, tests are never my thing in life. I know for sure it's this one. <laughs> so I'm really smart. I'm a good test taker. See, Max has the only correct answer. Everyone's relying on A. <laughs> Lyndon, we have a lot of questions. So what is the correct answer? Pick your favorite yeah, five questions. Repeat, so repeat, C, see? a device that holds the work and guides the tool while the tool does the work. Okay. The tool does the work. Okay. okay. I've never even heard of that book. It's an excellent book. I highly recommend it. Peter Parkinson's an amazing artist. Okay, so on to question three. On a heat to color scale index with metal, when mild steel is at 1350 degrees Fahrenheit, it will be what color 
to the naked eye. A, red. B, black. C, yellow. Or D, green. Uh, Celsius was that Celsius or Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Good question. Fahrenheit. Can you repeat the choices? Yeah, I didn't break it. On a heat to color scale index with metal, when mild steel is at 1350 degrees Fahrenheit, it will be what color? A, red, B, black, C, yellow, or D, green? Lawrence is giving away the answers. What the can hell? I, can I jump in on this without giving an answer? Because I think this is a good question. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was don't want to hear from Nick. Else, it depends on the lighting of the shop. You know, it's going to be a different color than if it's sunny and bright in that shop. Take off, eh? Take off, eh? I like it. At what elevation are we talking? What time zone are we in? The answer was A. I'm in Pacific time. It might be different here. North scale or imperial here? Lando, I was gonna jump off of this, but you wanted me. You insisted that I, I stayed and 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 I did my thing. So here what I is, am. Is security watching you right now? You don't have to worry about that because you're in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Parking <laughs> lot private property. Okay. Question number four. On a ten series steel, the last two digits of the ten series represents the amount of a iron, b <laughs> Chromium, C, carbon, or D, molybdenum? I believe it's pronounced molybdenum. 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 Is that a D or a C, Max? We all got. It's, it's, it's C, it's question D. <laughs> and uh, Can you read it again, please? 10 series steel. The last two digits represents the amount of A, chrome, A iron, B, chromium, C, carbon, or D, molybdenum. <clears throat> We're going with C. Carbon. All right. Ah. It was carbon. <laughs> Sorry, Gilan. This is my first time. make a hammer out of 1045. It's a mushroom. Hey. <laughs> hey, Brigham said it's Ray Green's birthday today. Oh, oh. That's cool. I love that we, man. We should sing Red Green his <laughs> birthday song. Should all celebrate with a roll of duct tape. What is there a Red Green <laughs> birthday song? Because it, it falls in line with a certain friend of ours, Token Tobin. Um, yeah, whoever wrote there is National Bacon Day. day. <laughs> National <laughs> Bacon Day as well as Red Green's birthday. Holy shit. Maybe the same day. It's a big day today. Shit. I don't know. Question Eight. number four, Lando. I want. I want to know five. No, no, no. How is everybody sitting for time here? Are we good to go for another twenty? I'm good. Does Does anybody need to cut out? I'm good for another. Yeah, about. I'm good. Okay. I'm. Okay. I'm golden. I bought twenty four beers, so I'm good. Lando, let's not run through all the questions. So there's a lot. <laughs> okay, You're like eight. Eight. In October 1936, a farmer found one of the most historic finds in the blacksmithing world, named the Mastamir chest. Finding this chest would have been nearly impossible prior to 1902, as its discovered location would have been A, buried in a minefield, B, buried under a factory, C, 
buried at the bottom of a lake or a D hidden in a Viking tomb, which had long been hidden by natural growth. <laughs> so A, B, C, or D. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you almost had me with the natural growth. But... I think I actually stopped listening after B, so this is a full-on guess. Hold your keep them up there. Better C's on the screen, and I'm just following suit. Yeah, oh, you guys. No, you're not. You're a liar. Take off, Crispy Lock. Eh? Rob, Crispy Lock, Max Cerrone, You guys are right. It is C. Mike Jones, you got it as well. A Mastermere chest was found at what used to be the bottom of a lake in 1902 to 1912. The lake was drained, creating what is now known as the Mastermere Mirror in which a Viking chest was found containing artifacts dating back to, if I'm not mistaken, the 1000 era of AD, containing artifacts such as anvils, hammers, vices, and other little trinkets. It's an amazing find. Completely intact, by the way, because it was at the bottom of a bog, but essentially a bog, right? That's cool. We got a whole city out here that used to be at the bottom of a lake, and it's about to be again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. From the 1905 Popular Mechanics Shop Notes, what is the, cre- what is the correct ratio of whale oil and beeswax to hardened steel? A, oh, this one's easy. one gallon of oil to one pound of wax, B, one gallon of oil to a half pound of wax, or C, one gallon of oil to a quarter pound of wax. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Jones says, those are not letters. (laughs) Rachel, put it closer. Oh. Is it upside down? I can't tell. The correct answer is for hardening your steel, you need the correct ratio is one whale oil pound or one gallon of oil and one pound of wax. Oh, motherfucker. Right? Really good. No one had the answer except Mike Jones. Mike Jones gets half a point. He knew it. He Googled it. He Mike, Googled it. No, Mike Jones gets two points for that one because he didn't answer it with an A. He answered it with an E-H, which is fucking way fucking awesome. Yeah, I had to spell it backwards, too, so it turned out on the... A? I would love to see the science in that. Why would there be so much wax? I guess it's, it would boil off. That's what I thought. I thought you would need less wax and more but oil. Maybe it burns off sooner. So you got to have more to account for how much would burn off because the wax will burn off way before the oil. Right? Yeah, that's true. No, I have a theory. Huh. You think you disagree? It's here, Chris. I want to hear. My, my oh. theory is that uh, if you're trying to use, um, you want something to coat the steel and sheath it. If you want to harden steel, what's the Dawn uh, dish soap detergent ratio that you can do in, yep. in the workshop? And I just think Get that it, it would provide a similar sort of a layer of insulation while it cooled at a controlled rate. Well, you add Dawn to water because it breaks down the surface tension of the right, water, so it lets right. it go deeper, right? right? So the surface tension gets reduced by detergent, but wax isn't the detergent. Unless it also breaks down surface tension, maybe it does. I doubt oh. it. You know what? I'm going to defer to you because I have an English degree and not whatever <laughs> it is the fuck you've got. So, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I bet Chris could read about it. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm, no, I don't know either. I'm curious. <laughs> like, this is interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I can pontificate about it. <laughs> 17, Lyndon. 
True or false? This is the A or B. A or B. Have A or B ready. Everybody, rapid fire. Rapid fire. If you don't have this one ready in five seconds, you're out. From the 1905 popular mechanics shop knows a super quench can be acquired by using the following recipe. One gallon of water, one or a quarter pound of cyanide potassium, one pound of salt, and a spoonful of vitriol. True or false? <laughs> We've got another A. <laughs> is that the letter A, Mike Jones? Or I don't know. A is true, right? Mike Jones is right. So is. Yes. That's it. Mike Jones. What? No. A is right. Yeah, Max, got true. Max, Max got it. Max oh, has I'm the worst no. blacksmith ever. Max has two. Two. I'm not a blacksmith, so I'm just guessing <laughs> it on this. I'm a fabricator. <laughs> Mike Jones got it. The letters, it's always A. And potassium hard. All the answers should have been A. <laughs> I because I've been drinking along with the hoser and whatnot, so I'm drunk. Ah, uh, you said hoser. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Cyanide <laughs> potassium. You had me a cyanide. Salt and spoonful of vitriol. <laughs> vitriol? Really? Is that... Vitriol, yeah. Hmm. Vitriol, it just sounds like personal animosity. That's what vitriol is. <laughs> like a super combustible, like... Yeah. Isn't it? I don't know, but I don't think it's good. I don't think it's personal animosity, so I think <laughs> I think you're right. Is that 1905? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I don't feel so bad. I wasn't really around. What is it? Read it. Vitriol is a sulfuric acid. Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay. Rachel, what is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, what am I drinking now? This is a Steamworks. Uh, winter lager. Yeah. A nice Arr. Canadian beer. <laughs> this is only 5.4. Still, I've, I've learned my lesson. No, oh, no. This is only 5.4. <laughs> Elen said it. Oh. Take, take off, off. Eh? Take off. Eh? Oh, take oh, off. Oh, eh? oh. Cheers. <laughs> the Welcome technique. to Canada. The technique oh, of increasing the technique of increasing the thickness of your mass of metal by consolidating it with repeated blows is called A, flopping, B, drooping, C, upsetting, or D, popping. Can you repeat the question? The technique of increasing the thickness of your mass (laughs) of metal by consolidating it with repeated blows is calling A, flopping, B, dropping, or drooping, B, or C, sorry, C is upsetting, well, I'm all over the place. And D is popping. Rob, Rachel, Chris, everyone's got the right answer. It is upsetting. Beauty. Meow, 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 meow. I got kissed by a scotch bright belt today. That was upsetting. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's quick, though. It's a quick, quick slap. According to the book Knife Engineering by Dr. Laren Thomas, a sharp corner is to be avoided during design because A, it creates a spot that is hard to sand. B, it's not cosmetically appealing. C, it creates a stress point. Or D, dinosaurs will die. Obviously, dinosaurs are going to die. Where's all of the above? Which question is that, Lyndon? No, it's question seven. Eight. Nine. <laughs> I've been keeping track of all. Keep, keep your fingers um, up or your letters up. 
Mike Jones, in case you didn't uh, catch the reference there. Everyone has Dinosaurs it. will die. Everyone has it. I appreciate Chris, that. Chris also I had, I, I had a feeling you would. I threw that in there just for you, man. Oh, that touches me. <laughs> I'll touch you. I mean, no, I, I, uh, no. What? Take off, eh? Take off, eh? Oh, no. Hey. Hey. Let's hey. Let's hey. Let's quiz master here. <laughs> Lando Novak. I touch myself when I think about you. Do you guys close cold shots or do you just grind them away? What do you mean by close? Well, if you have them on the side, do you do, can you just get them hot and lightly tap them in a very, very thin weld closed? Or do you just grind them away? I'd grind. I don't I, I don't everybody think I don't I'd be good enough them. to yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking more about cold shots that happen when you're forge welding and you're just trying to get a seam closed that you don't want. Flux it, brush it, tap it. Yeah. Okay. Depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine very many situations where I'd want to keep it. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a nice cold shot. I think I'll keep that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. No, no, no. All right, carry they on. Might know, they might not know it's there, but you will. I know, that drives me insane. Yeah. I just stare at things until I hate them, and everyone's like, oh, it's a day. And I just like, no, I fucking hate it. But it That's... drives me to make another one. Never be, satisfied with, never be satisfied with the first one. <laughs> and re reheating it, reheating the cold shut, it's not the same steel anymore, right? Where the oxygen got in there will have created an oxidized layer that you're now going to trap, right? So that Putting it back in and trying to close it up is down the road, even years down the road, that'll that'll show. Yeah, it will. To you for sure. Lando Novak. So we need one more question. We're gonna do <laughs> the, one more. Yeah, this, and then we're it? going into the after show. Okay, I want where where are we at though? Uh, we've. Oh, I don't Derek, know. Derek Foster About came back. Five, six this is the tenth, tenth question. Yeah. I think. Oh, Ryan Garriak is here too. Is he? Oh, cool. yeah. Where did he come from? I didn't even admit him. Did I? I don't know. Maybe oh. you left it open. <laughs> Where's the hackers at? Hey. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more hackers. Don't say. Don't say that. I'll poke the bear there. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I do. You are Canadian. Mm. You do poke bears. Mm, mm -hmm. More ways than one, eh? <laughs> or my cousin. I don't get it. Can you explain that to me? <laughs> He's not from Saskatchewan. Okay, Justin. Hey, no, it's my first Saskatchewan joke. No, but you, do you realize something, dude? You know what? No, no I'm no. not going to say it. No, I was going to say something about my cousin, but no, Google, I'm not going to. Google Flinflon. Google Flinflon General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and then take a look and take a look at how close it is to the Saskatchewan border. Guess where I was born, buddy? Like on the <laughs> on the freaking border, buddy. I need to like, go to the washroom. I'll I might as well here. be Saskatchewan. <laughs> I believe it. Um everybody ready for another question? Scorekeeper just leaves. Yeah, scorekeeper just bounced. We we'll be okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. Okay. okay. Part of the process with hardening steel is the quenching process. 
what is the general process done after quenching and why? Wearing. A, hammer the steel to further harden it. B, freeze the steel to remove brittleness. C, heat the steel accordingly to remove brittleness. Or D, bring the steel back to critical temperature so that it can retain hardness. I kind of see a pattern with your answers. Yeah, <laughs> it happens to go with the pattern that I picked in high school, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ra Rachel, put your middle finger down. I'm I'm getting offended. Oh. <laughs> Are you getting offended? I would never get offended. I'm really sorry. I try to offend nobody in my world. You can't offend me, dude. Hold it better. Hold it better. Good luck trying. Uh, I don't hey. know. I think I thought you were pretty good earlier. Um, everybody, points, everybody got it right. Except oh, there's, a, there's a D. And a there's C. a D there. Um, <laughs> oh, is that sticklers? That D would be Gillane. Sorry, Gillane. No, no, no worries. This is all just for fun and games. Can I? Can we do one more? Not that, Lyndon. We need a tiebreaker. According to the book, Forged by Liam Hoffman, a great tip is to photograph and film yourself, even if you don't plan on posting it, because, hey, think about this. This is, like, this is actually really important, you guys. Why would it be important to film <laughs> yourself, even if you don't plan on posting it? This is a great tip by Liam Hoffman from his book, Forged. A... You can look back on it to see the progress you've made throughout the years. It's true. Mm -hmm. B, you have great memories to show family and friends. Not so much. C, you learn how to properly film in photographer, photographer, photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking that answer no matter Photographel. what. Photographer. Brought to you by Photographer. You know, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna go with uh, Chris Dixon is throwing this out here from the chats that Liam has amazing triceps. I mean, um, <laughs> he has amazing, um, yeah, triceps. <laughs> That's what he says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's go, Hoser. Um, is A, B, C, or D if he has amazing triceps or not? <laughs> D. The, the last option you have as to why you would possibly fucking film yourself or photograph yourself if you're not going to use it for social media is to study your ergonomic, ergonomic processes yeah. from an outside perspective and adjust accordingly. What is that? Chose D. I got this, but I have a different suggestion. Like, how much time do you fucking waste propping up a camera or a tripod? If you just wiped out trying to record every step of the way, wouldn't you finish the project hours upon hours upon hours sooner? He knows he would. He knows he like, would. Like, not everything well, needs to be photographed. This like, is coming from Chris. What's the point of your project? What are you trying to get across? Are you trying to build a project? Or are you trying to help people, help That's other people point. learn from what it is that you're doing? I'm it's trying to build a project. Point. I'm doing things yeah. on commission. Yeah, Chris is, all, Chris is all about the money, man. 
I remember hearing Liam say one time, this was back when Instagram and the algorithm made sense, is he set a timer on his phone for every two hours. And no matter what he was doing, he posted a photo of whatever it was. And he did that until he had enough orders that he was you know, too busy. Because <laughs> wow. back in the day, that actually worked. Yep. Yeah. Social media is fucked right now, man. Yeah. I can really suck you into a fucking hole if you're not careful with it. Yeah, I, dude, I just got out of jail. <laughs> I lost three days of work because of my fucking loud mouth. So I was in jail for seven hours. I couldn't post shit nowhere. I couldn't do my raffle, nothing. So Easy. you know what? You know what, Pickle? Take off. Take off. <laughs> hey, there, there, there. hey, oh, where's my empty one? Hello. Oh, Wait, was, what? what was the answer? D. Your ergonomics. Yes. Interesting. I'll, I'll say bullshit to that. I think no, to that you, man. I say marketing. I think A was good as well. A, A was I good. think A was good as well. A was pretty yeah. decent, eh? But the question was according to. According to. Yeah, but that's what athletes do, for real. It, it is. Athletes. It totally yeah. is. Yes. Yeah, We're just getting hammered <laughs> here. You take off. I you take off. off. You take off, eh? Oh no, I gotta get him here. I can't. <laughs> I feel the end is getting near. It is. It is. <laughs> and I have no beer. Well, the end is getting near, and I have no beer. Don't you worry. I will always be here. Cold beer. Have a beer. What a cold beer, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> shout shout out to Jesse Stewart. I'd like yeah. to shout out all the people who posted their Instagram um, addresses in the chat. I'm creeping on you guys now, and fuck, you guys are good. Are we yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got. I can't multitask like that. Like, so I found on an, you. I got a new a new follow, Blacksmith's Hammer. I I was not following you before. I have no idea who you are. Who are you, Blacksmith's Hammer? Please throw it out in the chat. Who the fuck are you? Where yeah. are you from? I want to know because you got some good stuff on there, man. Yeah, so I've had a few messages over the last few days of how do I get on the show? Message Lando Novak at Apps the Crack Blacksmith because he's the guy that has the, uh, he's the gatekeeper. I'm the bitch in the background editing. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Lando. No. I'm getting whiplash from all my freaking beer burps here. <laughs> beer lash? Beer lash. You're just priming for tomorrow, man. Tomorrow, it's game on again. Yeah, it is. Holy shit, you guys did it. Yeah, New Year's Eve tomorrow, you guys. Better not be too useless for New Year's Eve tomorrow night. Oh, I, I got to start off like a 3D bender today's first day, so. This is my second day, so I feel like right it's on. pretty good. Oh, I'm so glad I was a part of all of your guys' New Year's. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, man, honestly, doing this podcast, I feel so privileged on a regular basis being able to sit down with people like yourselves. And tonight was like, a pinnacle of it all man like this is fucking amazing i was i was worried i wasn't really too sure how it was gonna work out justin definitely had me even more worried because he wasn't too <laughs> sure i was gonna work out it's true. <laughs> I don't know, you man. sent the wrong link oh my god <laughs> I, I allowed a fucking group of hackers to crash the party for a bit there that was that was fun that was, that was i, I liked it that was like the midway intermission yeah it was, it was, it was memorable, memorable. 
it was memorable. Continuous end bombs there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the end bombs I did not appreciate. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. aggressive. Land of Novak. What are the prizes for the this uh, game? Um, if I'm not mistaken, did, how did we set that up again? Did we have I think it's uh, three prizes of twenty five dollars? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was for saying. Maritime Next Supply. And we the also winners have... unofficially because I can't count so well, but this is what it is. Is no, there's one prize. <laughs> there's one prize, and then we're the guests. Yeah, that came in are That's getting twenty five dollars yes. each. One winner, one winner right now. Who is it? Max Arone. Hey, hey. the most knowledgeable in steel is getting twenty five dollars from Maritime Next Supply plus his twenty dollars, which was Dude. donated by donated by a Fortside Chat and doubled by Maritime Next Supply. And that was a total of $250. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. This was super fun. This was super fun. Awesome. I glad enjoyed the hell out of this. I'm glad I copied most answers off of you. <laughs> <laughs> What's Max going to put? Funny enough, Mike Jones has second place. Oh, weird. <laughs> with seven points. No, Chris like has eight points. So you're just shy, just shy. Um, with that, we are asking everyone to share a happy message, a message of joy, something they're looking forward to in 2022. Lando, do you want to start it off? Um, you know what? I actually want to start it off with, I'm going to take it back just a hair. We've got three $25 giveaways. Yeah. The those, listeners. I can't do those right now because there's oh, you're a lot picking, of people you're missing picking right your, now. You're just I'll pick them afterwards from, from the, the email list. Emailed. Yeah. That's how it's going to go down, everybody. Just in case you're wondering, you'll get a notification. You want a $25 uh, gift card to Maritime Knife Supply, courtesy of Forge Site Chat. Thank you so much for joining us in this awesome event. Um, like, seriously, you know what I'm looking forward to, man? More of this. I'm really looking forward to more of this, more, more, you know, I that. <laughs> more beer. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All of you, take the fuck off. Hey, I want to hear, hear what you're eventful for. Or what is it? Thankful. Thankful. Thank you. Thankful. Jesus, how many more beers can I drink tonight? Let's see. Take off, hoser. Oh. <laughs> That's oh, a double bag. Go to the fridge. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta go to the fridge. I got a whole two four here, dude. No, dude. <laughs> a two four. Wait for Holy. me. Don't fall down the stairs. Take off, eh? Old two four. I almost kept it in the Canadian refrigerator tonight too because it's cold enough. Outside. So did I, but it would freeze. It freeze. I, have, I have an outside fridge. I have an outside fridge that I keep like all of our drinks and everything in, and things started exploding. So I yeah. take everything from my outside fridge back inside and put it in an inside fridge. So. Welcome to Canada. Oh, yeah. too Moosehead. cold. Moosehead, yummy. My outside fridge is my beer sitting next to the door. <laughs> On the inside. On the inside. <laughs> it's good for setting shortbread cookies right now, too. Mm, oh. Those are good. Yeah. <laughs> 
I want to come hang out with Max's family, meet empanadas, man. Yeah, anytime, empanadas, man. yeah me too. Oh, I no I've been thinking about empanadas since you started That's talking about it. Did you guys all place. hear that? Did you hear that? He said, anytime, y'all. Anytime, y'all. <laughs> oh, I got a spare room. I yeah, got some spare room. Who are you again? I'm in Saskatchewan. are you? I'm in Saskatchewan. Regina. I got a little bit of way to travel, but. Sounds like you guys are empanadas. Saskatchewan. Did you say what you're happy about or yeah, what this, you're hoping for 2022? This and more of this, dude. I this just, okay, and more of this. I just had a possible hacker enter the room, but I, th- I recognize the same donk. That donk. sounds like a hacker all the way. Yeah. <laughs> it does, right? Yo, donk. You, Max. What's donk, up, donk? Are you here for real? Are you a robot? Are you a hacker, Don? Welcome to the fucking party, Don. Hack us up, buddy. What are you thankful for this year? We want to hear from Donk. Come on, you're, <laughs> no, shut up. You're, not, you're, you're unmuted, Donk. Tell us what's up, man. No? Serve it up, Donk. No. You guys know what a Donk is? What? Like a donkey? No, like a Donk. It's a, it's a car build. So you take an 80s uh, sedan and you put like those giant like 36 to 40 inch wheels on it. You know, the car sits up high. I that's called that. building a donk. <laughs> I'm with Brigham uh, Kendall, but donk a donk. Yeah, he, he's, he's got, got, it. He's he's got, got it. it. I was thinking like honky tonk, but donk a donk. <laughs> donk is saying, no, I'm not a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lot cooler if you were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was nice right, to meet everybody. Right, right. I'm going to go outside and have a smoke. No, no. Before you go for your smoke, what are you thankful for this year? What am I thankful for this year? Going forward. I'm thankful for my old man. I, my dad, I had a, I had a huge project to do this summer and the old guy was a welder at Nelson river for four, Nelson river construction in Winnipeg for like 30 years. He built me in three days, a hydraulic fucking bender to create perfectly oval tables, 12 of them out of quarter inch by three flat bar in wow. three fucking days. He built that machine for me and it worked like a fucking charm. And it's just, if I have some big projects coming up and if I need something, if I need help or I'm in a pinch, I just know that my old man is going to be there and he can make fucking it. So that's what I'm grateful for. That's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. To dad. To dad. Cheers to dad. Cheers to dad. Cheers to dad. You got a good dad, man. The dad's here then and now. You got a good dad. Cheers to your good dad. Talk I to you later, Chris. Wish I had yeah. a good That and my day job. Because if this metal thing doesn't work out, I'm still close to be all right. <laughs> it all worked out. Thank you so much for joining us, Chris, man. It was amazing speaking with you. And I really look forward to digging deep with you in the near future, man. <laughs> cool, man. Awesome. I'll be in touch. Or just you be in touch with me whenever you want to happen. A little bit of both. I like touching. So oh, good. Oh, no. <laughs> just, ask Justin, just ask Justin about stretching for atheists. Okay. <laughs> Don't bring Gatorade bottles to the party is all I can say. All right. Cheerio, folks. Cheers. Cheerio. Chris Bielax is from Artfully Crooked. A thank you for 2022 or something to look forward to. Justin? Oh, myself. Um, I'm generally a happy person. I have little bouts of like depression and stuff. So, but I've been bouncing out quickly. So I don't want to feel any of that. So hopefully there's less of it in 2022. And uh, more time outside, more time in the shop, more time with family, more time laughing, more time smiling.
Take off. Oh, drink. Oh, oh, yeah. Take off. I love it. <laughs> Take off. Beauty, eh? Thanks. Yeah, I love Gillen, the you? smile and fart. Sorry? Gillen, what's your what's your take from 2021 and move on to 2022? Oh, my God. So much, so much, so much. Um, love you. Well, I am grateful for so many great opportunities and awesomeness and growth. And I am looking forward to possibly more great opportunity and awesomeness. But I'm tackling possibly a new workspace in oh, south of the province and some kind of community workshop, gallery nice. slash space kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. That sounds so good, Gilan. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about that me and you that workspace you're talking about yep yeah the one up here is uh it's uh yeah if I'm you need to use more space you it's probably going to be for rent at some point i'm jealous yeah, we that talk. you two have the the proximity that you two have because yeah. man that's awesome, we, man. We actually uh, patrolled the local hill together one season. That's crazy, yeah, man. That's when we got to know each other more. Yeah. Was that like, that was like in your total early days, right? And I was just in the middle of doing the public art stuff, but we did the ski patrol. I wasn't even into the knives yet. I so was you were working. right. Yeah, I was still doing the woodworking gig. Yeah, with Buxton. Yeah. What a world, eh? Small world. Right on board for some metal. Nice. Chris Green, what are you looking forward to this year, my man? Well, it, stuff What's like this. Next like, year. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, last few years, I mean, I've always tried, like once a year, I tried to like find um, like a class or a group or something just to kind of like come up from up being my little, you know, self-imposed hermit kind of lifestyle. And just kind of go out and meet people in the metal world. And oh, that hasn't happened for a long time. So this kind of came along. So it was kind of cool to kind of do it again. So, like, looking forward to the future. I mean, I'm in Calgary. Um, it's just really awesome to have keep growing this metal community because we all kind of know each other or have known of each other for a long time now. So it's just good to keep this connection going because it's been so hard to kind of come together uh, over the last, you know, two many months. <laughs> So thankful for this kind of stuff, this increasing knowledge and whereabouts of my fellow metal workers. It's pretty cool. Solid. That's cool. Yeah. Solid, bro. You might need to take off, eh? Take <laughs> off, eh? Take off, you hoser. <laughs> oh, double that counts down. as one. That double counts down. as one. Oh, oh, no. Double down. Ah, fuck it. Is that a double? That's a double whammy. Yeah. Double whammy. Actually, it's a triple because there was a hoser in there. Too. Oh, oh shit! Right. <laughs> it's a triple. Oh, oh no! Okay. Oh, Before I can't talk anymore, <laughs> Max. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to this year, man? Uh well, I just finished. January 4th will be my first year on this new job. And uh, a lot of it was learning and figuring out all the craziness. And uh, so this next year, I'm looking to really just grow, you know, like starting off as a welder so many years ago, you know, just as a kid pulling wire at a agriculture shop. And now, you know, being a director of the Canadian Welding Bureau, I would have never thought 
in a million years I would be where I am. And so now it's like the next exciting step. Like, where does this go? Can I actually, can I actually help welders? Can I help the people in the steel industry? Can I help, you know, all the things that we bitch about? Why isn't anyone doing this stuff? Well, I'm going to try to do that stuff now. Hopefully, either that or get fired, one of the two, but. <laughs> Were you on the fourth side chat? <laughs> Not yet. You guys invited me. I said, when? You did the voice. <laughs> Don't worry, man. There's slots well open for you, my man. I, and I love big open slots. Open slots. Boom, 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 boom. That's what she boom, said. Boom, 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 boom. The things I walk myself cool. into, eh? Like, I if it, Gatorade bottles aren't enough. I see what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Max, Max. Max, dude, man, I want to give you the biggest, like, virtual hug I could possibly give anybody, man. Thank you so much for everything you've done for the welding community, man. You're, you're top-notch, eh? Thanks, man. Thanks. For sure. I can't wait to follow you. I don't follow you yet, so this is going to be cool that I get to follow you now and see all the things you're up to. You too. Oh, man. Do it. That's cool. Get on board with this this man and this girl, you two. Fow shout. I'm always looking to poach. I'm always looking to poach people for my podcast too. So oh dude. Perfect. It's why it's why me and you are buddies, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just poach from each other. Dude, this guy, okay. If you're not following Max Sarone's welding cwb forge or cwb podcast sorry through forge in there out of nowhere if you're not following his uh podcast man like post it in the chat yeah, he was interviewing do. some amazing people not just just oh, long, cool. long, long, long ago i was like holy frick like just like pounding all these huge names out and it's like yeah buddy that's my boy max ended up on the podcast cwb podcast there you go you got a link in the chat. It is CWB podcast dot buzzsprout dot com. hoser. Yeah, that's that's A as in the letter A, not yeah. A like Canadian. Uh, a. Well, good day. Take off A. Take off A. Take off A. Cheers, right? man. Rachel, why are you gonna be saying that several times? Why are you gonna I, be so good on me, man? I can't, like, I can't help stuff. it. I can't help it. <laughs> She'll just fall over. <laughs> <laughs> I got some time. Don't worry about me. <laughs> well, season Brandon, eh? Okay, yeah. dude, where are we at here, Rob? Yeah. What are you gonna be looking forward to in the new year? Thankful uh, for this year? I, I'm looking forward to some collaborations. Oh, and and nice. I like I, I kind of want to reach out to some people, you know, and if anyone here, if they want to collab on something, you know, for helping with social media or trying to get out there, I'm all for it. So, uh, yeah, reach out to me or whatever, and uh, we'll collaborate on something. There's uh, that's great. There's big doors open at the Manitoba Blacksmith Guild for you, buddy. Cool. Cool. We'll keep in we'll keep in contact yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Rob, can you post your Insta in there? Yeah, I, I posted it. I, dude, one more time. If you're yeah, not following Bonifab Custom, what is it? Bonifab Custom? Yeah, is that what it is? Bonifab Custom, yeah. And beautiful on Instagram. Oh, his YouTube uh, sorry, channel too. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> the YouTube channel. 
the, the information available out there. Dude, this guy is seriously dropping what you need to know. You want to freaking figure your shit out. The projects that you want to, you're like, oh, I'm thinking about maybe trying this. Rob's already done it. Yeah. <laughs> you're too kind. Yeah. <laughs> Followed you, brother. Thanks. Thank you. Chris Green, did we hit you up already? What are you thankful for this year? We did? Yep, we did. Mike Jones? Do it again? We didn't get you. <laughs> I know we didn't get you. Oh, uh, I'm thankful I got my new shop built and I'm looking forward to breaking yeah, it in. For sure. So sexy. <laughs> it doesn't matter what people say about your nose. <laughs> so the bigger it's not true. It in. It's not true. The floors. You got a great nose. Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a very strong nose. Damn hackers. That was fucked. Yeah, that was. I, I thought that was awesome, but it was fucked. It was. You're, I would just not expecting that at all. No. Out of, out of, of all, all the, things, and of all the things for them to go to. Oh yeah, Mike Jones, your nose. What? <laughs> Chris Green, you have a beautiful beard. <laughs> oh, so good. Honestly, the beard is majestic. At this point, I would at this point, like, dude, I was so embarrassed when that happened. Like I was like like literally, I was almost like ready to be like everything, everything I've done. Fuck it. <laughs> God, I'm not doing it anymore. I fucking made an ass of myself. But at this point, I'm like, it was awesome. Dude, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Who just did that? Who did that? That was fucking good. That was- Get in. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh my god. This girl. I thought it was Steve. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm not. Ah, I had a girl. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you share what you're thankful for of 2021 and what you're moving on to 2022? Totally. Yeah, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, Steve? Uh, I can I can go. Um it's been a it's been a hell of a year. Um I'll try not to get too into it, but you know, um it's no, do do get into um, it. Okay, well it's it's been the t- it's been a tough year with the uh, passing of my father uh, from mm-hmm. kidney disease. Um, but I'm thankful that I did get to spend our final time at home and not with a one hour time limit in a hospital. Nice. I'm glad he got to pass mm-hmm. in the comfort of his family. <laughs> so yeah. this is very big for us as a family. Yeah. But I'm also very, uh, very thankful for uh, <clears throat> lots of people in the blacksmithing community here. Uh, first of all, Lando, Justin, you guys doing this uh, Forge Side chat. I listen to every episode. And, Take off. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. You know, just something to focus the mind, sharpen the mind. But also, uh, outsider shout out, uh, Brad Millman. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Darcy Clark, yeah. Those two brothers, they they keep uh, you know helping me out, pushing me along. I'm thankful for them. Uh, thankful for family, friends pushing me along, getting me through into 2022. And uh, 2022, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be pushing out more work. I'm in the shop more nowadays, and I'm just gonna be uh, giving her. So uh, you know, that's beauty, man. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, full throttle. <laughs> 
Here's the Steve. Here's the Steve. Steve yeah. and your father. You know, father's a, a beautiful thing, and so is a mother. But cheers, there. Cheers. 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 Love and take coffee. And take coffee. Beauty. Put that energy into something constructive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to Got to Nick, yeah. you, you're not really a part of the gang, but you know what, Nick, man, what the fuck are you thankful for? <laughs> Did Rob go? Who, me? You talking yeah, to me? Yeah. Rob went? Yeah, I got Rob, didn't I? Okay. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I talked about the collaborations. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like just and we're gonna to go. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be hung over tomorrow. <laughs> it's like an hour. It's like an hour ago. The screen's getting blurry. <laughs> that, 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 that was a drunk, man. Who's getting really drunk? <laughs> It's been like everybody drunk. Yeah. Like endless. <laughs> We're there. I'm not shit faced yet, but I'm almost there. I can't I can't figure out, Justin, if it's your voice is actually that soft and soothing, or if it's that fancy ass <laughs> microphone you have. It's but just somehow no. it's his voice, yeah, dude. It's nice just voice. it's calming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> I could do that ASMR stuff. I could like, hang on, mm-hmm, hang on, listen to mm-hmm. this. <laughs> 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 no, it's the I microphone. Would... No, it's not. Would... It's not the fucking microphone, you asshole. It's you, dude. Oh, <laughs> there it was. I have oh. a soothing voice. There you go. <laughs> Tell us that it'll be all okay. <laughs> 22, 2022 will be all okay. Great. That's all I need to hear. There you we go. Sa- Santa Claus told you what's up, man. Take off. Take oh. off, man. Hey. How did you do that? Why did Because uh, I did it. Have so any of you had this Snapple spiked sprinkled? peach tea? Oh, sp- spiked. I thought it said sprinkled. Snapple spiked peach tea. No. Oh. It's delicious sounds dangerous <laughs> it is well i'm on to Coors banquet because i ran out of all my fancy beer so Coors like banquet two... is my choice i gotta hold two for that here really eh? nice uh take off oh, hey. she, would. she would she did it gillian <laughs> i can't wait to fucking meet you dude seriously we're, know, gonna, me too. we're gonna interview this girl okay we're gonna be hosting a big ass party this summer, and Pickle's gonna be there. And there's like a bunch of people that have <laughs> Pickle's like I am. And, yeah, we're just hoping to have this big ass party. Me, <laughs> let me know. Let me know when, and I think I could probably fly out there if you give me enough time. <laughs> no, but seriously, you. like I know all these people talk about Maritimes in Nova Scotia and in the south. Oh, there's definitely something to do out here. Me. That's what, that would be nice to get. This community <laughs> active in this on the east coast, you know, there are blacksmiths out here and there are bladesmiths, yeah, and they're old school, yeah. And, and, and the exposure these people aren't really seeking it, really. I guess I don't know, it's like it's just like hobbies to them, and they don't really get involved into it as much as most people do, like we do, yeah, right. Uh, it's weird. I'm seeing and a plus, lot of like par- maritimers really know how to party. So, oh, yeah, in the kitchen, right? Kitchen party, yeah, kitchen party. Oh, my boys, we're all about parties. Yeah. <laughs> Take off, eh? <laughs> 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 you guys, Ladies, 
a lot of love going on in the chat, man. Everybody's like, East Coast party hammering. Yeah. Lawrence is like, do it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. BC. Uh, dude, don't make me fucking tear myself apart. Look, CWB is planning a conference, I think, in Newfoundland for September. Oh, yeah, so I think we're planning on doing a, a conference out there. I'm looking at a college. What's the college called? North Atlantic? North Atlantic? Is that a college in this so. Yeah, that's where we're looking to have it hosted. It's not official yet, but... Ooh, I love that. Lando Novak? I, yeah, yeah I, man. There's a girl that I follow, or that, that we follow each other on Instagram, and she is like a coordinator of a welding school in Houston, Texas. And she's invited me to go to Houston, Texas to do a trade talk on women in trades uh, in February. And it's like uh, to go to Houston, Texas was a was a like honor in itself. But what they do there, what they teach there is what I originally wanted to ever learn. And it's underwater welding. Mm. And so oh, I'm nice. going to have an opportunity to because like I've done a little bit of scuba diving, like very little, but like enough that I get to go, when I get to go there, I get to do, uh, I get to try out underwater welding. And I'm that's so like, jealous. That is so that they're that is so cool. Texas I, I just did. Houston, Texas, yeah. where's the underwater? To do underwater <laughs> welding. Like, it's amazing. Gulf of Mexico. Tornado yeah. shark. Oh. So I, I just interviewed a guy from out east for a podcast, Kendall Keaton. Yeah. Follow him on Instagram, uh, Kendall Keaton. He does underwater commercial welding. And uh, he's out oh, the cool. East Coast, and he's. It was a really good podcast, man. I learned so much because you always hear people talk about underwater welding, and you don't yeah. really know how the fuck it works, right? And yeah. he kind of explained like all the processes. It was awesome. Such a good episode, dude. I every, remember when I remember when every, I was fifteen years old, and I was like, I'm gonna be. A, I remember talking to my dad and telling him I'm gonna be an underwater welder, and I had like a, like a floppy. I had a floppy disk. I actually had a floppy disk <laughs> that I put into like my computer that was like telling me about underwater welding and then i had like then i got the dvd and then i got all like or like all of those things into teaching me to be under to do underwater welding and then as you look into it you're like oh it's like a 10-year life expectancy yeah. and you're like yeah. oh well maybe that's not exactly what i'm looking for but i came to Kamloops and i did my welding at like 18 and i, I did an uh underwater like a scuba diving course and then I started like Googling underwater welding and I was like, wow, like people don't live long doing this. It's not it's a, like, a gnarly job. Such a gnarly crazy. job. But I, I, totally but I mean, it. to get to try it is oh, yeah. that's freaking that's amazing. It's going to be the hugest, like that's my dream is to do underwater welding, wow. like to try it, to see what it's like, put on all the gear, get under there. Like that seems so rad. And so I get to go to Houston, Texas in February to try it out. It's going to be awesome. So You're cool, gonna report dude. back. I want to hear about that. Yeah, Absolutely. man. Be checking out country, uh, country custom fab on their Instagram to see what's going on in the uh, underwater welding world in the near I'll future. I'll post it all through the process. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm stoked, man. If you want to know anything about welding at all, like I, there's a few of you in here. I know well, we're in the welding industry, Max. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm lean on this gentleman hard, please, because he, not only is he in the right position, but he is the right man to bug because he is so, like, all over, like, I'm willing to help you. I'll push you in the right direction. Cool. Yeah. Max, we will be friends. <laughs> nice. For sure. Like, all these, like, it's it's what I do. It's it's what I love to do in this this trade, man. It's huge. 
right? Like, the steel trades is everything. Like everything. Mm-hmm. And like I said to you guys, the last event was it Can Iron I was at? Or no, Iron Yeah, Can, can Iron was last one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people were like, you know, what's the mix between welding and blacksmithing? It's like, I, I got more to learn from you guys than I, you than, I, than you got to learn from me in a lot of ways. Uh, you say that. Yeah, but you guys are, I don't have the smithing tools. I haven't I had the smithing practice to do it. I, I understand the chemistry of it. Like I, I went down that road, the metallurgy side, and I got that knowledge, but you guys are smashing it, right? And that's that's a skill that I haven't gotten yet. So I'm always like uh, intimidated by the knowledge in this group. Like you guys are all, especially like artists, man, I'm not artistic. That's a skill that has escaped me. And I just love seeing what you guys do. Uh, well, thanks, man. Yeah. And you know what? Take off, eh? Hey! <laughs> hey, guys, I got to bounce. Go parent Hey-o. my kid. You know what? On that note, Lyndon. A day. Welcome to the after show. I gotta go to the washroom. Welcome to the after show. See you guys. This was cool. Thanks, Mike. Awesome to have you here. Nice to meet you, Mike. Nice to meet you. Good meet you, buddy. Oh, and he's gone. Oh, too late, Steve. Too late. I'll like Houghton. So like what's everyone's what's everyone's here's like full time gigs if it's not smithing or, or or like creating art? Like what do you guys do for um I I work at a axe throwing facility. I manage two of them for a company that has thirty-two worldwide. So that's a thing because I I hope my boss isn't listening. Nah, nah. He Maybe nah. he's too busy vacationing somewhere. Um, oh shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like me making axes, bringing them to work, throwing them. People ask. I oh, pass wow. out cards. You know, working. Working on hustle, baby. Over the time that I was out here and um, damn COVID restrictions, the place place could only have half its capacity, and it's like full, and you got to have a reservation to get in and everything. So I wasn't able to get out and throw axes. I was kind of upset with that. But uh, where'd you go, Nick? I'm full time knife maker. Well, I mean, uh, what what company did you go to? Oh, I was here in Moncton. And I, I, uh, Probably independent, right? Oh, okay, okay. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's right next to the brewery, so I went to oh. the brewery and I was gonna have a, a few drinks there, then go throw some axes. But nope, they didn't take walk-ins at the moment. Ah, uh, yeah. I missed that whole hacker thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, we got we were bombarded by like that was know, like twenty people who were, were like saying really nasty things and. Yeah, I don't want to repeat anything they said. Hey, have no to need, listen no to it. You know what the beauty of this is? Is we're the first people to have ever done an event like this in the podcasting world. Oh, really? As, really? as, as far as I know, cool. no one else has ever done this. And a lesson to be learned from doing this is that when you're doing it, I mean, there was there was another podcast that did something similar to this, but the way they went about doing it was completely different than the way we've done it this time. And we have, we have done something similar to this before where we had a shit ton of people on board, but this whole like random, just kind of like blah, it's out there for everybody was a new thing for us to do. And well, 
just what happened. Got, got stuck with my pants down, or got caught with my pants down, yeah. Yeah. Stuck in your pants no, down I, on the Gatorade bottle. I, That'll happen. I know what you're saying. <laughs> but I, I, Max, <laughs> dude, okay, this, this guy has gone to Fabcon and sat down with some of the fucking, like, most top-notch people in the industry. This guy, this, Max is literally, oh man, like, I wish I could be a bird on your shoulders, man. Like, fuck, man. The guys that you've got to sit down and interview, the interviews you've been through yourself would have been something to be a part of. If I could sit down, if I could be a bird on the wall in the, in the interviews you've gone through, fuck, that would be amazing, man. Well, considering how drunk you are right now, I don't know if I can take you anywhere. Well, you wouldn't want to. Even if, <laughs> you wouldn't want to regardless, man. Trust me. It, the drinks don't matter. <laughs> oh, man. We'd have a hard time. I want to hear from so Stefan, uh, says Chris Dixon. Steven. Uh, yeah, me too. I want to hear from Steven. <laughs> Steven from Oba. What does oh. OABA stand for? That's the Ontario Artist Blacksmith Association. Nice. That's the one. You know what? Let's. I'm gonna unmute you, Stephen, so that you can join the party, man. Oh, you just yeah, muted him. He was oh, unmuted. Son <laughs> of a bitch! Damn, he's quiet. Fuck. Okay, he's good. Steve, what's up, man? Uh, I, I'm just sort of popping in. This is the first time I've heard about you guys. So. <clears throat> what? Sorry. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he's a hacker. Get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Steven, first time and last time listener. Yeah, man. <laughs> take off, eh? Hey? I don't understand uh, the off, Gatorade hey. reference whatsoever. Absolutely not. <laughs> Please reference yourself to the Rachel Bonnet interview. <laughs> okay. episode, episode 17. At this point, I've uh, sent an invitation to all of the people involved to unmute themselves. So, Sure, go for it. Yeah, good idea. We're we're all, we're I all involved. Like it. Yes, Brigham Kendall <laughs> is in the show. We've got Blexus Hammer. We've got Holly, Levitica, Chris Dixon, Derek Chris Foster, Dixon. and Donk. 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 Brought to you by Maritime Life Supply and Molson Canadian. Canadian. A bad association. Not that's that Chris. guy. That's Chris Rowan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Chris. Yes. Yes. That made but my funny thing, Fuck funny you. Thing, I ran. I ran an Instagram. I had my thousand follower thing. I ran my little raffle deal that I had. Gave a t-shirt away. I got to meet Chris Rowan today because he won that. Oh no way! Oh, oh, yeah, I got to put my, my hand in his. That's hilarious. Yeah, and hopefully I get to go up to uh, his forge one of these days here when the weather's Martin's up and make a little noise. Yeah, minus a billion. Off, eh? Oh. Oh. Oh shit! I'm out of beer now. I gotta go. <laughs> I know it happens. Yeah. Yeah, they're in my fridge, though. I'll got to be right back. Uh, too far. You gotta be careful with the takeoff phase, otherwise we'll run out of beer. Well, I've been forced to mix like I've been forced to mix way too much different kinds of booze tonight because I'm like on all the leftovers from the holidays, and then I'm pretty sure like, it's just yourself there. Uh, 
Uh, he lands like, I need to drink some whiskey and some beer and some wine. <laughs> I don't no, I'm not on the wine yet. I might have a bottle of wine that I might dip into you after this. <laughs> From which whoa, whoa, whoa. I drank like a bottle of whiskey last night, and then tomorrow night is New Year's Eve. So, like, this is supposed to be my down night. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be your night. This is definitely the heavy night. Yeah. Coors, Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. That's the one. Cheers. Dunk. Cheers. Dunk got Linda, some company. Yeah, Donk had some friends. I'm out. I, what a lucky it, guy. You know what, Donk? I don't. Did, is he actually gone? Yeah, he wrote everyone. I gotta go. I wonder who the fuck. I wonder who the fuck Donk is. Probably one of the hackers. <laughs> no, who, who he was, was like, like he was a can. He was a canon. Oh yeah, Donk. Full time Smith. Do you know Donk. how many people I sent fucking T-shirts to for Canarn? Oh, so many. How times. do I not have a T-shirt? Because you're in a canard, motherfucker. I love my canard t-shirt. All right, all right. So I have two extra large canard hoodies. That might not fit me. Want, 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 want. Definitely won't fit you. But, Lyndon, is that what you're wearing right now? Yeah, yeah. All right, stand up. Okay, just a second. Make sure you have pants on first. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. I want that. Let me see that. I can't see it's that. It's so long. You can't even see the women's extra small. If it does, I'll take one. It's not a women's extra small. Sorry, Rachel. It's a <laughs> men's extra but, large. All right. How much, Justin? Uh, I'll take. Can I hear a hundred? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it. You can <laughs> say the most obnoxious thing, and now they'll just get it. Where do the proceeds go to? Oh, that's a good uh, oh, good question. They'll go to the Manitoba Blacksmith Guild. Oh, that's a good cause. That's I who hosted Canarn. So there are two left. I either hold them for the next Canarn and auction them off there, which I'm sure I'll get more than 100 for. Oh, look at that. You should do a waffle. It's true. Oh, a waffle. You should do a waffle. Yeah. Oh, a banana knows. Steven knows. He's like, Everybody yeah, it's happening. Uh, what is Canarn 2023? Well, where is? Where? Even though it's probably the details. I'm gonna. Put, he's not muted. Just wow, listen. Quiet. All right. Uh, so. Oh, I, yeah. here we go. Here's the fucking detail. Here's the juice. Juice. <laughs> can't let the man talk, guys. Oh, he's gone. He's, did he just disappear? No, I, I am still here. Um, Can Iron is coming to Ontario for 2023. I just took the role of chairperson of Can Iron about a week ago. So I am just trying to figure out, um, you know, what I'm doing, where it's going to be. We don't, I don't even know when it is at this point. I'm oh sure God. it's in the same place in little town of Fergus in Ontario. Uh, they treated us. So yes. Well. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. So yeah, we, we still have to figure out uh when who's demonstrating costs all that steven if you need any assistance that we could possibly give you by all means feel free to reach out to us one at, at like any given time at like two three four o'clock in the morning noon lunch whatever <laughs> supper time i don't care if it's prayer hour give me a shout dude man i'm here for you dude all right well we still got a year and a half so i think we'll be all right you're done man <laughs> 
I'm, so I'm Abina is on for this year in Texas, and then we alternate with uh, Abana's conference. So we're a year and a half out. Okay. I loved Can Iron 2021. Just saying. Yep. That is one of my life regrets. That should have been one of the questions in the show, Lyndon. Lyndon, what's one of your life regrets? Can Iron 2021? Can Iron No. That wasn't a regret. That was not a regret because that was this Can Iron, motherfucker. Oh, 2020 then. It was 2020 that was a regret. Yeah. Check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Dude. I want to I want to visit Rob. Rob's the quiet guy on the bottom left of the screen for me right now. I see his stuff on TikTok and I'm like, I want to be Rob. Be. Come and visit. We'll do a collab on something. We'll do something. If, if I come I and that. visit, I, I might not leave, dude. I love <laughs> YouTubing. That's honestly what got me into blacksmithing, which is something that I really haven't shared before. Any but chance you're hiring? Filming stuff. Because I produced a documentary, which was shown on a couple streaming networks. And it was good. I think it's on uh, Prime, actually, in in the States. Not in Canada, though, which is really weird. It's really weird. Yeah, I got banned. I don't know what why. Is it? what? Is that Prime has a weird thing with Canada. They have their own little weird documentary well, channel. Why is that? Oh. When, you're produ- when you're producing porn, it's... Kind of touch and go, right? Bob and Doug McKenzie presents <laughs> another Ford side chat. That's not Bob. What the fuck? Your skirt is Ford not long chat. enough. I could see the. the you cannot bottle. call yourself a Bob. You're not a Bob. Stop pretending to be Bob. I don't know. Hey, no, that, what's this? That all makes sense now. Oh, it's got a good oh. graduate story. What's, what's the best tool you guys have found in a garage sale? Oh, 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 uh, oh. yeah, read base. I'll show Reed you mine. Ten nice. millimeter socket. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? One one dollar at a garage sale. Oh yeah, nice. Is that what is it? Digging through rock. I have no idea what it's for. It's a I, rock. Use, it for, I use it for decoration. Yeah, it looks like a stamp. For no, stone, it's, right? It's a stone bit, yeah. yeah Is it? Stone. It's meant for breaking stone, yeah. Welcome yeah. to the fort uh, chat. We've got all the information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that, that was a stone cutter's tool back in the day. You would hit the end of it with a hammer and turn it a quarter turn every hit. Yeah, the coolest thing I ever picked up at a garage sale was a flatter. And I still use that flatter to this day. And it you. has so much mass on it. They were using it as a paperweight. And I said, I know exactly what this is. But hey, if you're willing to part with it for a dollar, I'm game. <laughs> uh, actually, Pickle's been the one picking up stuff from the flea market these days. And uh, he's been trying show. to hook me up with a really great um, anvil. But I'm just not there at this moment. Don't need a big one, though. Three of them. No, I have a small one. Like I did, like Rachel a couple of years ago. I bought a like an old blacksmith forge, and it had been run for three generations. And they actually made a lot of their shit. And I have this big eight foot shear slash um, bender. You know, like uh, it makes bends and press. Yes, thank you. And I can go up to um, 
almost a yeah quarter inch and i can share a foot plate with that thing and it's like massive and it's not one of those like you press the button and it goes and the fucking plate goes flying and rips your head off or anything it's like hydraulic and nice Nice. oh i would love to well it does this yeah Yeah. it does a sheer and is this at a garage sale no well it was kind of doesn't count I know. I was thinking sale. the same thing too. Shit. <laughs> like I, I yeah. found a fucking four hundred and fifty-eight pound anvil on marketplace for six hundred bucks back in the day, dude. Oh, wow. Damn. I'll yeah, send you but... some pictures of this thing. Tell me, Linden. 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 Tell me about the four hundred and fifty-eight pound anvil. Okay, dude, this was a fucking find and a half of a lifetime, and I'm kicking myself for selling it in a way because. I sold it for 2,200 uh, bucks. So it's a deal and a half of a lifetime and I'm kicking myself for selling it because I sold it for 2,200 bucks, which was a deal and a half. If you think about it, like 622 made good money, right? So oh, I, make man. Four, I make like 1,400 bucks on this, on the sale, just picking this envelope and passing it on to somebody else. Super easy on my behalf, right? But looking back on it, I'm like, maybe I should have sold that for a little bit more because i'm looking at the market price now what that anvil was and it wasn't how much just did you sell for 22 and it wasn't that it was just that 458 pound anvil like this that's is a, a four, weight. that's a heavy four, weight 458 pound peter wright anvil Ooh. wow oh nice. man now, now you sold it for less than right? four dollars get me a gatorade right? bottle mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. now <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking exactly. about, at he this point. Gonna... That's my new line, Linden. Get me a bit Gatorade bottle quick. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do to get that Gatorade bottle? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't even get you guys. Seriously, what is it? Debauchery. Okay. <laughs> 458 pound anvil. I saw it. Stop saying that. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Why did you keep it? All my good all my good feelings are gone because I, I'm like, well, I had a 408 pound on Peter Wright anvil already. So uh, the extra 50 pounds and the comparison between the two, the 458 had quite a bit of sway back on it. Which you can deal with that. You can go forward, it's not that big of a deal. But the 408 had no sway back on it. The edges were in better condition. The horn, everything about it, I was just like, it's in better condition. Problem is, that 458 came on a custom fucking stand, dude. <laughs> oh my god. And I let all of that go over 2200 bucks like a fucking idiot. And now I'm looking back on it going like, that's like my business. <laughs> <laughs> at least you still made a profit. Brigham Kendall, you just yes. studied at the shop educational facility of Jason Knight. How was it? It was fun, man. He's a really Fuck, cool... I want to hear about it. I love he's, Jason he's a, Knight. Yeah, he's a cool character. Um, he, I mean, he's like you see in the videos, that's exactly what he's like, except for a, a few more F-bombs, you know? Um, <laughs> it's on television. Yeah, he, he's just a cool guy. Really, really knowledgeable too. And what sucks is he makes everything look so damn easy. And then you try it and it's like, that, that's not, not easy, but you know, he helps you, guides you through it. And it, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I did it. 
was, it was, it was really fun. Delan sent a picture of her press. Delan. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but, no, oh, okay, I thought I was unmuted. I'm like, shit, wait, I gotta say stuff. Okay, yes, yeah. Me. I was just about to say something inappropriate about getting pressed by you, but your press is Whoa, amazing, hey, yo. dude. It's huge. It is awesome, dude. I am so jealous of that thing. Wow. I'm jealous of the open shop space. Christ. Well, great. Yeah, what well, press just... you got? Give us the details. Let's go. Oh, okay, you saw well... the... Did you not see the pictures? No. No. Look in the, look in the chat. Click on the, the chat. link Wait, in the chat. The... Yeah, there's a link well, in the chat. Oh, this is pictures. Is that your shop? Yeah, that is my shop. We can charge yeah. money for these pictures, I think. Really? Well, let me know if you do, and I'll get a hoodie. That is the shop, and we just built it. And I had bought the stuff, and that's all the stuff that's in there. And that big ass shear is, yeah, the beast. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, it looks like you had a big, a big coal forge in the background there too, eh? Mm -mm. Yeah, it was, but I'm gonna make a gas forge out of it. It's still set up in that corner. Oh. But oh, really? I mean, the shop does not look like that right now. In that back wall, there's a metal rack right now, and yeah. But it's what are you making, Gilan? I've been making the large-scale public artwork, so it's like architectural, oh, like that. big sculptures and stuff. And yes. actually, I really want to show a picture of the stuff I made with that with that big fucking. Your shirt, website but... doesn't show any of that. Yeah, yeah. it does. The she website is where it's cool. at. You've got to go on the, the sculptures. Uh... No, but go on the website and go on the sculptures. Because there's jewelry, there's sculptures, and there's ironwork. So if you go in the sculptures, you'll see. And there's a piece for Dieppe called Alamès. I'll post a picture of it. That what? Damn girl, I want to be like, I want to be over at your shop taking pictures of everything. Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do I wear press. a lot of clothes when I work, because it's like you know safer. <laughs> do you, you say you wear a lot of clothes when you work? Yeah, because it's like safer and like fireproof, and it so, keeps creepy guys away. Yeah, so you're trying to tell me to stay away. I get it. Okay, thanks. Hey, take off, eh? Take yeah. Off. <laughs> okay, guys, I gotta bounce. It's been super fun, and I'm gonna do a shameless plug right before I leave. I'm gonna share the Good. link to my company's website. Yay, it's free, go Max. Free, free membership. All right, it's free for anybody, and there's tons on there on metallurgy, art, videos, how to weld, tips, tricks. Plus the podcast and our webcast. We do video casts too. So, and for every, anyone listening, still Max is super freaking knowledgeable. Go to the uh, what's your uh, podcast, Max? It's just CWB Association podcast. Google it. There you go. Yeah. Google it. Well, nice to Find meet you, Max. It. Thank you so yeah, much, Max. You it's been Thank very you. great. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. And if you guys ever need a hand, let me know. I'm always around. The man. Cheers, bud. All right, Lando. Say a dirty joke about needing his hand. <laughs> about needing his hand <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't need it I just you got it. it I didn't you need got it. it hey I didn't Stop need there. it no I didn't need it I just wanted it <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Rob's still, still Rob, going strong boys Rob you're quiet oh, I yeah I'm yeah. still here drinking. <laughs> I had to stop drinking. <laughs> oh, the story. only sensical person. <laughs> I have to drive home. <laughs> oh shit! No way. Yeah, you your shop is not at your house. No, no, I wish. How far? 
like 15 minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. Do you but have still. a bed in your shop? Pardon me? Do you have a bed in your shop? I wish. Oh, <laughs> damn. Sleeping I mean, bag. I mean, uh, you could, you could, you know, take some OSB, put a couple band saws together, and, <laughs> you know, bing, bang, boom, there you go. Yeah, right on the fixture table. Just sleep right on there. <laughs> yeah. So do you, you like look like you have some separated? beautiful tools. What was that? You look like you have some beautiful tools, Rob. I, oh, I'm a hoarder. That's what I, I was saying. I'm a yeah, I, I love the I love the beauty of your tool, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> of all the tools I've seen, <laughs> tell me tell me about your. T- oh, 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 Tell me about your tool, Rob. I love that. you. <laughs> I love you too, Rob. Um, tell me about your tool. Oh boy. Which <laughs> favorite tool? For the yeah, what, what is your favorite tool, dude? What is my favorite tool? Favorite tool. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite tool is my iron worker. Mm. Yes! I love that, that shit. The best <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Julian does everything. It's oh, damn girl. Want to see? Uh, you want to see my big iron worker? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Uh, iron worker is a <laughs> How much the hackers are back? <laughs> the hackers are back. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, what's an iron worker? Oh, this is my question. I don't know what these oh, are. Lawrence, Lawrence is saying in Lawrence is saying in the in the chats. I've never seen her. She's cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Rob or Gidan, what's the iron worker? The iron worker, um, it's like a press, but mm-hmm. you can bend and you can shear. punch holes. You can shear, and but it's only little parts, like not more than three inches right so it's yeah. like a big block okay. that stands there and you can chop like how, bar how much of a can, uh, flat a bar angle iron does it depends how big so mine's a 65 ton i could shear 24 inches wide half inch oh wow wide. that's huge yeah, that's half inch wide, right that's, that's a so awesome <laughs> i can turn the hole through solid half inch like plate steel oh you know that's wow. two inches diameter i can punch a yeah right hole. Um, and, and then I adapted. So instead of using like, um, a forging press, I use my, my, uh, my, um, iron worker. I put an adapter plate on it. So I forge on the iron worker too. There like you it's go. Just, oh, yeah. shit. Excellent machine. Like if yeah, you really things quickly, you, an iron worker, you can't beat it. Yeah. If, if, okay. If you're a blacksmith and you're thinking, do I invest in a power hammer? Do I invest in a fucking press? Do I invest in this? Do I invest in this? Get a fucking iron worker. Hands down. I had a, uh, like I had a forging press. I had a power hammer and I, I just, I never use those things. I, I use the power, the iron worker for everything. Like it's just. How quick does it move? Yeah. Fast. Oh, it's fast. Hydraulic press. Yeah. Super fast. Really? Wow. It's not like a punch press, but it's, it's if you ever watch one of my videos, uh, I do a lot of forging on it, and you can see how fast it, it can forge, and it's 65 ton, right? So Honestly, it, I'm impressed to hear that you'd be forging on that fucking oh yeah, thing. But it does. Damascus. At the same fast. time, I can see it. I bet. Oh. oh, yeah, it's super fast. Bring him, Kendall. Yes, sir. Uh, one more story from the course you took with uh with Jason. Shout out. so one of the coolest things that we did is um 
the second to last night, we or no, the last night of the class, we went over to his house and had like dinner. Oh. Party and they had like a big fire. So that mm. was really cool. And then Friday, he's like, well, the class was four days, but um, he just let us come in and make make a knife and while we were with him on the, the fourth day. So or the fifth day on the fifth. So it was really cool. On the fifth day, we made knives. Uh, every day we made <laughs> knives. But <laughs> I was going to say, what else did you make? <laughs> just knives. Just uh, knives. Yeah, that's how Jason knives. Yeah, Jason knives. Yeah, he did forge. He showed us how to forge an integral, uh, an integral full tang, which was kind of cool. Hmm. So where, oh, where are you located? I am in the wonderful southern North America, Utah. Oh, dude, wow. Brigham. Yeah, I want to know about your first anvil. My first anvil. Oh my gosh, I am on the podcast. Okay. Yes. Um, my first anvil, I got this. Uh, well, so first I got this. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. So my first one was a, a railroad uh, track that I just, yeah, just used. But then uh, I recently, this last year, I picked up a, I think it's a JHM um, hundred pound anvil. It's like a, it's like a farrier's anvil, but it's really nice. It was in pristine condition. Mm. I think I paid five hundred bucks for it. Um, something like that, but I really like it. It's pretty cool. If you could podcast with one person, one person alone, live or dead, who would it be? Alive or dead? Do a podcast with somebody that's alive or no? Dead? No, blacksmith with them. Oh, oh blacksmith with steel. Them. Did I say podcast? I probably yeah. Said. Yeah, I said podcast. <laughs> If I could blacksmith with somebody, see their podcast. Um, I don't know. Okay. Anyone you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now, no. like me or um, Lyndon? Is it Lyndon or is it myself? You know, I want to go hang out with Steve Schwarzer. Schwarzer, however you say his name. He just seems yeah. like a cool dude. What? He seems like way cool, um, and he is so knowledgeable about everything. When it comes you don't want to come hang out with me? I do. I want a podcast. Yeah. The podcasting now. Let me that was nice. Look at that face. Oh, now God. podcasting. I miss. I'm sorry. I, to, I, I want to okay. podcast with you guys. Wow. Dude. Okay. You're, I feel you're like we won something just now. Yeah. No, you guys are awesome. Jason Hartwell is going to be mad because now technically yeah. he's American. On. Oh fuck! What are you doing? Cut him off. <laughs> he should. He he should have been there. That out. <laughs> he should have. Okay, so there was a very strong part of me that wanted to bring Jason Hartwell into this whole chat. Yeah, and unfortunately, I had like one person after another person after another person that would like line up behind the people that I already thought were lined up and were like, yeah, this person, this person is like, these are all Canadians. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is about is can Canada. (laughs) 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 I did that on purpose, you motherfucker. Oh, all right that's that's why i drink the diet dr pepper oh sure sure <laughs> you know what i'm i'm a little bit disappointed one question didn't get didn't get oh. asked. that's i was looking forward to hear so hearing some uh opinions on that one number 23 
The client, client comes to you with what they say is their original design, but it mimics the design of one of your friends to work to it the T. They offer to pay you an exuberant amount, more than you would normally charge for the work, but say they do not want your name on the work. They want their name on it as a designer. How do you proceed? Oh, gosh. You said this is a friend of yours that they're trying to copy. They want the work copied? No, you, somebody comes to you and they want you to copy work that was done by a friend of yours. Um, somebody comes to me and says, hey, make Justin's knife. I've got this wicked awesome knife that I, f I, I want made. I found this design online and I think it's great. And I want you to make it exactly like this. I'll pay you $500 to make this knife for me. Send them to me. <laughs> I want you to put this, this stamp on it that is relative to whatever it is they do. It's their trademark, not your trademark. It's it their trademark. blacksmith's hammer on, on it. Yeah, mm. not, it doesn't say abstract blacksmith on it. It says blacksmith's hammer on it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, but you you know fully well that this is a knife that your friend Justin Lamoureux makes. What do you do? Do you take the job for $500 knowing that it's a knife that only sells for $100? I know. Call your buddy and be like, I would, call, I would call my buddy and say, Hey, this is what's going on. And yeah. then go from there. But I mean, even if I didn't call them, it's dude, this is someone else's knife. This is someone else's design. I can't take credit for this. I'm not going to put their, I don't even have their mark. So I'm not going to put it on it. And honestly, and I'm not going to put my mark on someone think, else's work. No. But who would think to just ask the person who's whose original design it is? Like, hey, man, this person came up to me, and maybe right. you, you know them. Right. They're trying to get more money off me or less money <laughs> off me or whatever. No one can really reproduce what you make. Yeah. I feel yeah. like well, yeah, no, I have my own fingerprint. Sure. Like, I look at it, and if it's not mine, I know it's not mine. Exactly. Or if it's mine, I know it. Like, I i touched it with my hands yeah that's and why i would call justin and say it. hey make yeah. these for three hundred dollars yeah <laughs> there you go when Here's i look, the, when I look you, uh, the, the problem uh, is justin the problem is is when i look at it i can't tell that it was only touched by your hands i'm not talking about my hands i'm not talking about i'm not talking about the knife dude here's the thing you know, like, like does knife design aside if you use someone else's touch mark on your work even if it's not oh. the actual physical oh, touch mark even you. if you use a cricket to, to produce a, a, a vinyl mask to to mimic that yeah, touch no, mark that's, not cool. right. that's super unethical and you can go pound sand like yeah, that's like fuck off yeah <laughs> i guess the only reason you would do that is if you did a collaboration right like right. take somebody's true design and do it but, yeah, but design, the actual and then i would do i would it. do my mark on one side and the, the designer on the other side that's true like, collaboration that's right there man say for example side by side. i did a project with justin like I would let Justin do his mark. I ain't touched anyone else's mark just out of respect. Yeah, exactly. For that. Like you don't you do just, that. That's so just, you should no, put your own no. mark there yeah. before you send it off. That exactly. Was, okay, so that was the idea behind the family tree. Remember with Can Iron, Delane, Delane sent in the chat. How would we collaborate one piece in Canada wide? I love it. We tried. Yeah, we just sent some parts. The idea that is actually out happened. There. 
It's there right. is an effort out there. Yeah. The effort yeah, yeah. is there. We want you to forge. Lindon puis moi, on a commencé avec cette idée de faire un arbre avec des feuilles. Puis les feuilles viennent de tout partout à travers du Canada. Puis on Mais l'arbre, il y avait où? Lyndon, il a fait une branche, puis on a reçu une feuille. Holy Chris. OK, let's keep that going. Uh, I thought so. I thought so. You guys are saying things about me I don't understand. I don't like that. Uh, you're an asshole. Drunk. <laughs> I went, I went from drunk level 1 to drunk level 10 in like an instant there. <laughs> Are the hackers back? <laughs> Hello? 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 Fart, fart. Hello, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night, Rob. Rob, hey, Rob. Thanks a lot. Thank you Thank so you. much, Rob. See you, Rob. Thanks. God bless. Fun. Connect another time. Yeah. Hello, baby. Love love it. Yeah. Love I you look forward to seeing you yeah. again, man. Yeah. Hello, awesome. baby. How are you? Good night. Good night. This is my last one, boys. Everyone. <laughs> oh to man, I'm Bryson. I'm so drunk right now. I really hate to hear those words. Like, okay, I, I get it. Or like, it's like this is my last one. Like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm like, I need to open more. Well, it's <laughs> it's my last one because the LC is closed. Yeah, well, uh, I bought a lot of beer. I, you guys, I, tell me what to drink next, okay, guys? Oh shit! I've got two wolves. What is that? It's really nice. Oh it's like God. two dogs stuck when we kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm drinking here. Lancaster Bomber. Ever tried that one? Yeah. No. I, I, that love, I love the can design, man. And, and you, know, cool. you know what? It just caught me because I'm a big fan of it. it's from the, New Brunswick, isn't it? Um, it says it's Lancaster? from the UK. UK. Uh, but... I, I just love the, <laughs> those planes. But yeah, take off. Let's crack oh, crack a laka. Uh this is I really love this beer. It's a Fort Gary Dark. I have a hard like, time with that one, man. No. I do. What? Fort Gary isn't that The dark? I have a hard time with the dark. I like their Fort the Fort Gary Red. I love I had one on the last episode. It was nice. You did. Yeah, I like that. I red. like Fort Gary Dark more though. Really, eh? Thank you, Lawrence, for really. Eh? Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lawrence. God bless. You're an amazing it's man. Peace and out, Lawrence. Thank Hi, Lawrence. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, can I have my man card back for trash talking you? <laughs> Kick him out, Lando. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm the representative for a banana. Are you seriously? No! <laughs> I'm Fuck! Don't do that to me, you fuck. Chris Dixon, he's the representative. Oh, I thought it was Blacksmith Hammer talking. God damn it. No. I thought I saw his mouth moving, so I was like, what? I was, I was thanking him for sponsoring all this, but other than that, no. And sorry for the lighting, I'm downstairs. So Where, where are you from, dude? I'm fire. from Wisconsin. He's an elf. <laughs> you are from Wisconsin. Wisconsin, <laughs> the cheese place, right? Yeah. The yeah. cheese place. I love live cheese. under the cheese love factory. Cheese. <laughs> it's so orange hey. down here. <laughs> I need to know how did how did you get wheeled into this, dude? Well, as as I said in, in my email, uh, 
what is it? Uh, what's the podcast? Um, Forge, Forge Side Chat. No, not yours. No, not no, yours. no, no, the other no one. fuck those other guys. We don't no. care about them. <laughs> but they gave a shout out to you guys, and you guys. Oh, they're, they're cool. They're cool. They're cool. We're for podcast. Oh, I like those guys. Those guys are my favorite. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, cool. they're, they're, they're yeah. on the fire. <laughs> I drive a lot for work, and the podcast that I listened to, that was listening to, they mentioned you guys. So I jumped on you guys. Love it. It's awesome. And Canada or not, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all blacksmithing. It's all fun. It's all great. So. Then I like this dude. I like that guy too. He's giving you compliments. You talked about this stuff. I soak those up. You're doing. <laughs> so I emailed you and got the code, and here I am. Oh man, I'm, I'm so stoked that you have taken the time out of your day to join us, man. Thank you so much. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, very the kids cool. Kids are out of the house, and this is what I'm doing now. Hopefully, you uh, hopefully you get a chance to download the episode and take a second listen to it and hear how much of an idiot we all are. <laughs> or or well, you, oh, you're on there for you're sure. Doing, you're, yeah, you're you're part of it, eh? Yeah, you, you haven't been uh, drinking quite as much as the rest of us, I don't think. But hey, let's fix that. Take off, eh? Well, I wasn't Cheers always on video. I wasn't always on video, so I was drinking scotch before. Ooh, Ooh, like oh, scotch. yeah. But then yeah, it became a blacksmith. Hey, hi, <laughs> Bob Randy. Delaney, can I can I just like can I just like give up life and everything <laughs> that's going on? Me and you can just drink together for the rest of and like do blacksmithing things, and we'll just yeah, forget like, about like, life, like melt metal and shit. Yeah, I, I'm like seriously looking for this like spot to just kind of do that. Uh, yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, Canada's good spot for that. <laughs> should we re- should we change the name of our podcast to the Foundry? We're just all melting ideas together. Oh my god, and we oh. found each other. And That's we not a bad found name. each other. Look at Lando's face. He's, he's, he's into that. You. The Foundry is pretty <laughs> awesome. The Canadian Foundry. We just started. Love, it, we I just started. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. I like that. It's the blacksmithing connection website. How oh. I found you. Wow. Well, I really do <laughs> feel like it. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> but you guys already have that brand recognition. I know. Chat. Right. So right. It's, it's, right. that's a hard one to abandon. So dude. bring them. Kilan and Steve take over the Fortnite chat, and we take over the Foundry. <laughs> is that a suggestion? Ah, Derek Foster, man. did you just wake up? Yeah, Derek Foster's been in the game like all along, eh? He's sleeping. <laughs> is he? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ask a serious question, though? Would... I'll go, Chris. Okay, so you were talking about the family tree thing. With those... Yeah. So that was some that, um, like, the the original blacks community, I guess, that, that I was involved with down south in the States, they did a similar thing. No, they didn't. Oh. No, they yeah, didn't. It was my, no, they didn't. It was my idea. Fuck you. That was my <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, you're right. You're, yeah, no. I, I stole it. Anyways, that's okay. No, that's fine. But I'm thinking that they also have what is they call Forge Around the World, which is a steel book that is sent from it to Smith and they send, they do their touch mark in it 
and then they send it off to another smith and do their touch mark in it. Is that something that maybe a Canadian only thing you guys might be interested in doing? You just you just stroked me in all the right ways, man. Oh man, that is put so a sheepskin on it. What was it? Oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know, like it, it could be like I don't know, four or five pieces of eighth-inch steel just bound together with rings for right now. And just somebody start it and send it excuse, to the Excuse me, that's, that sounds very kinky, and I'm Catholic. I'm not sure I can really handle that. Don't worry, Jelena, I'm all there for you. I'm Catholic. I'll, I'll convince you of all the ways. Don't worry. So kinky is, it's okay. As far as the Isn't book there, goes, the like more and the more and the more it goes. Say sorry. What? Isn't there a booth where you can just say sorry? We you just go in there and be like, oh, I did some nasty shit. Like, all the bullshit I pulled is really bullshit because I'm sorry. And they'd be like, you're blessed. Move on, my brother. Do it all over again. Do it all over again and come back here and tell me about it again. The confessional is what you call it. The confessional. Isn't there a bit of a difference? The more shipping it will be. Absolutely, but there could be, absolutely, it would be heavier, but if there was a central location for it to be kept. Yeah, like, I see, I see. That makes sense. Anywhere. Guild-wise, or like, like group-wise. Yeah, like, there's, like, there's Viba, then there's also, there's, um, there's one in the, the mountains, I can't remember what it's called, there's a, a rock. Rocky Mountains area. There's one in Alberta. <laughs> there's one in Saskatchewan. There's one in Manitoba. This is where we all learn stuff. There's one in Ontario. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Coffee. I was. I, I'm sorry. Hey, coffee. I was, oh, oh I was there it is. There it is. Mm. See, see, there's 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 a problem that I had obtain is I get to a point after about four beer where my clarity level like really sinks in and it's all of a sudden it's like game on motherfuckers watch out so that was like three hours ago <laughs> no it's hitting about right now dude I'm about I'm about ready to like okay we're gonna wrap Unleash. this up so I, I'm gonna go to the shop and do stuff now uh -oh. um, on the touch mark book thing that you yes. About, yes black bear forge yeah. And Christ Black Center Iron. Ironworks. Yeah. yeah. Both were Red in the whole iron metal thing of that down there in, in the States. Here they were. Those are guys that I really, really, really yeah. want to be in touch with, man. Like I think Christ Centered Ironworks and Black Bear Black Bear Forge are like I don't want to say that I feel like we're on the same level as them in a sense that we should be all in conglomeration with each other because we're not. We're not even any, anywhere near what... Absolutely, we are. Absolutely. You, you are, though. We are yeah. on the Canadian we level, are. right? We are the Canadian level of that, right? Nah, Absolutely. You're yourself short. Why do you what? think I'm following you or looking at you guys? Or, or you know? It started at seven. This is five hours later. Holy Lyndon? shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. we started at six thirty. Uh, it's almost eleven thirty. Excuse me, it's it's a quarter so past one yeah. in the marathon. Quarter past one. Oh my god! I was very rebellious about the fucking time of this podcast, but I did not want to miss it. So take uh, off your hoser. This was, was like, hey, 
Hey, there you go. Gilan. There we go. There we go. There we go. Gilan might be sick tonight. No, um, uh, Gilan, you've won. You've won my heart over and over <laughs> again tonight. Thank you. Well, everyone's won a lot of my heart too, but my heart Good. is like really hard to win. You know, <laughs> we're just sitting here trying to connect a bunch of people. It's been very connectful. Good, good. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's important people at Alex beyond like the 1 a.m. thing. Sorry. No, no, no. Hey, you know what? At this point, we're pushing. We're pushing. It's 11:15 for me. This is I'm, crazy. I'm just man. having a great time. Yeah, I'm here. I know you are, Justin. Oh. I can tell. But Blacksmith Hammer was saying important stuff, and I feel like I cut off, and I apologize oh. if I did. What? 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 Oh, I. Uh, they both have videos. Well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. I know for a fact, um, Black Bear Forge has a YouTube video on him adding and elaborating on the book itself. Yeah, he was absolutely. expanding because when it got to him, it was too big for him to add to or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, but I believe that Christian Ironworks. I think he's the one who sent it out to begin to begin or I'm not sure. Anyway, mm. you can look yeah. it up on both of them. And well, it's it's been with an idea. I think with uh, Yamas at Island Metal Forge and uh, Tim Big Dog Forge. I think those two started it, huh? and they and they sent it up and it and it went to I don't know probably. 10, 15 guys. And then it was supposed to head overseas, and I don't know that it ever got there. Like it was supposed to go to Avis Beergrass Forge and then over to Acid Valhalla Ironworks. But I don't know that it ever got there. Out, out in Australia. Yeah, in Australia. Oh my God. Wow. Well, that's the idea of it, right? It was to do this worldwide kind of, not registry. Such yeah, as no, you know what? Fucking right. take off. We're we're gonna do a Canadian <laughs> version. It'll be Canada only, eh? And that's well, how, that's yeah. what we're gonna do. You wouldn't forge be wrong to do so. I mean, no, why I'm not? not? Fuck yeah. yeah. We're we're forge side chat. We're Canadian. Yeah. We focus on blacksmithing and bladesmithing in the Great White North. Let's fucking keep it to that, man. And you know uh, what? Hang on. I love you. You talking what? about? Like Canada, yeah. Hey, uh, happy twenty twenty two. Oh my god! And on oh that note, god. and on that note, it had to end somewhere, right? Uh, yeah, it, it had to end. It went pretty long. <laughs> right, okay. That's what she said. Give me oh! everybody, everybody, everybody give me a good day. Give me a good day. Good day. Hey, good day. Can I give a good shout day. out? Good day. Megan, what's your shout out? You guys, you guys are awesome. Thanks oh. for doing this. Thanks awesome. for inviting me. Absolutely. Oh, sweet. Bring him, dude. Thanks for doing us, man. There we are. <laughs>